everybody, welcome back to another episode of the City of Geekham podcast. I'm now finally back where I belong. Oh my god, Next you're in you. person. Yeah, we're in person. Blimey, well? I'm alright, I'm yeah. good, thank you. Uh, very good, mate, that's yeah. very good. Um, this is going to be a rather long episode, I do feel. Uh, because currently we are watching the unfolding of the Batman trailer, I think, coming Which about. I think it's going to come It's literally coming out right now. DC Fandom like is off the seconds. dome. Uh, yeah, we're going to have our sort of slight reactions real quick. And what, what do we see right here, Will? I know we kind of want let, to... Let's, let's put up the volume slow so we can actually hear what's happening. Um, so you might be able to hear it in the background, but it's all kicking off. It's all kicking off. It's all kicking it off. It's all kicking off. Who's this? Jim Gordon? No, I think this no, is... just a random dude. Or is that the Riddler? Mr. Nigma. Mr. Nigma? Edward Nigma. Is that going to be a question mark? Yes, it, it is. is. going to be a question mark. <laughs> this is going to be so good. This is going to be very, very, so we're, very So we're watching juicy. the Batman first official wah, 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 wah. mega trailer. Yeah. Um, We've been waiting for a while for this, but it's going, it's going hard. He looks so good. Oh, shit. You guys are fucked. Honestly, yeah. Come on, do it again. Try that again. Kill him. Uh, sorry for the podcast listeners. Um, we're obviously streaming this on Twitch. Um, oh, a little parallel to the uh, to the Dark Knight trilogy, maybe. I don't know. So it looks like potentially. Of course you can, Zoe Kravitz. Looks like. The Riddler might start behind bars, like a kind of seven okay. scenario here. Yes, that'd be awesome. That and he's like already planted the traps that Batman has to detect his way through. <laughs> might not be. This no. might be out of order, but this is... Uh, any theories is... Oh, perfect shot. A shot when he's looking throughout the city. Good stunts. Great stuff. Oh, oh mate. Oh, oh my God. That is perfect. Yes, you are, yeah, Batman. You are. Yes, you're Vengeance. I love it how angry he looks. This is this is good. I love how dirty he looks as well. <laughs> um, yeah, apologize. Yeah, we're we're watching this and we're streaming live on Twitch. So hopefully, this isn't too boring to start off with. Um, Alfred looks great. Andy Circus. No, you didn't. Yes. I keep on forgetting that that's Colin. Is it Colin Farrell? It's Colin yeah, Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. In, in, mental. In massive makeup. Oh, that's a great shot. Massive makeup. Ah. Uh, I need to. I need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, March fourth, twenty twenty-two. Not far away at all. Not really far. Not away at that all. far away at Not all. Not at all. Um. Anyway, oh, yeah. Uh, that's so. enough from DC fandom. That's. Is that literally going to be the That's end? That's going to be literally the is end. Is that going to be it? They left, it the, they left the ending. Is on, the Batman on is the only good thing DC have coming out in... Yeah, Black Adam looks like... Should we, should we talk about... Uh, yeah, so starting off the pro pod properly, um, we just watched a big bunch of DC fandom. Um, yeah, well, you, and it looks, you, were, you were already watching it when, you, when, you when I got him from town. Yeah. And yeah. then... Um, yeah, we just we just watched a lot of it. A lot of it was very interesting. A lot of it was just filler. A I lot guess. of it was just. I feel like, uh, like I mean, a big fans. chunk of it was filler. Yeah. 
for us anyway. Well, they, they kicked it off with um, Black Adam, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, showing his, like, how good he is. I'm not sure if you saw that. No, I mean, you wouldn't. I, know, I haven't yet, no. Um, no it, it just showed, it like, a, one of the first scenes of the film uh, where he picks up someone and electrocutes them to death, which is sick. Uh, and then they showed up a little bit more of uh, the next Aquaman film coming out. Um, what was the bit when you joined in? Oh, it was, I think it was just after was, the Suicide Squad game. It was as the the uh, Supergirl panel was going on. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, so you missed the Peacemaker bit because um, yep. they revealed a little bit more of that and John Cena and his look. Um, that looks pretty good. James Gunn always doing good stuff. Um, yeah, and it, like James Gunn also... Yeah, before they did the Peacemaker bit um he like you know announced like the whole suicide squads coming out on dvd and blu-ray and all that sort of stuff um what else did they do jesus christ has been so much that we can't really cover it all um i'm sure we'll like remember stuff for next week or whatever probably yes um yeah black adam looks great shazam fury of the gods looks great uh we saw like the injustice animated movie yeah which uh, looks great the flash looks great the flash looks great there's footage there's footage ladies of and the gentlemen flash. there is footage it looks of the flash incredible and the batman mm. looks oh my god yeah just that's peak peak right there unbelievable we have got yeah. so many details about it in the last few weeks yeah the fact that it is effectively it's been screened to people apparently as certain cuts yeah, yeah. of it have been we, screened to people uh, and it about is that a couple weeks ago i think rumored that it is it is essentially a you know it's essentially a, a noir film yeah for three hours with batman in it i'm all for that yeah. and all of us are I, I i march can't come quick enough no well it's october now november december january february march like five months away yeah five six months away it's pretty good I, I do know um I've heard rumours that the Spider-Man No Way Home, there's going to be a second trailer for that coming up very soon. But I don't know when exactly. I would hope so, because the movie is literally around the corner. Yeah, December, mate. December. Yeah, two months. And they've only released one trailer. Yeah. I'm surprised, because seeing it's Sony, and they love to spout trailers out. Well, they ha- they, let, let's be honest. Like they, they, Everybody was saying for so long they were going, well, you know, obviously the... Uh, trailer is going to be released on tom yeah. holland's birthday oh no oh no wait that didn't happen no it's not no. well maybe it'll be released on this day because the other others nope. no okay no, no. all right yeah no. and then they eventually dropped the no way home trailer, which was the i wonder um, i wonder how the batman trailer is going to scoop up to it because the no way home trailer was the most viewed trailer of all time i think uh or like the quickest quickest in like a two or 24 hours or something like that to be um, fair to Marvel, and to be fair to the the the, uh, the uh, advertising people and the uh, uh, marketing people, they yeah. did a good job at just basically going right. We're just going to shut up about everything until we drop it. Yeah. So that the hype train builds with that, well, which I is the best like, thing to do. Because the more the more you tease about it and stuff, the the kind of it takes away from the impact of the trailer. If you just release a trailer out of nowhere, yeah. it's kind of well, like I do think that they released the trailer in sort of reaction to. Uh, the leaks of Andrew Garfield in his suit, uh, definitely on set of No definitely Way Home. Definitely on set of No Way but Home. He's, 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 he's saying he isn't in the film. Apparently he's had nothing to do with it. Yeah, we believe you, Andrew Garfield. 100% allegedly possibly. Hands maybe. up if you think that Andrew's a bit sus. He's definitely sus. He's, definitely he's sus, 100% sus. Um, yeah, also, it's been a hectic week. 
because obviously I uploaded the Green Knight podcast when I was in Scotland, and I've somewhat just come back from it. Um, that trip in Scotland, which was fun. Should I talk about yeah, that? You went, you went for a week in Scotland. Yeah, the uh, journey back was not fun. Uh, Have I talked to you about that? No, you haven't. Oh, this is ah, oh, mate, you're in for a treat. So, yeah, this is going to be all over the place. This podcast, uh, we are going to be talking about obviously uh, Venom. Venom, which Venom. We're going to be talking about Eminem Venom, and Venom. doing bloody Venom, mate. Uh, we're also going to be talking about. Um, well, I want to talk about a couple things. Obviously, Scotland, which is great. It's just the journey back was horrendous. Um, I want to talk about we've got a Squid little, Game. We've got a little bit. Of, I've got a little bit of news, but I've not got much. Yeah. And mainly, you want to talk about different shows that you've yeah. binged over your I've, recovery I've period. Binged, uh, I've binged Squid Game, and I've binged uh, Star Wars Visions. Um, Visions, 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 Visions. <laughs> Squid Game, Squid Game, Squid Game. Sorry, all Eminem. podcast people. We're making yeah. it a thing. We're not professionals. Uh, yeah, and then I've got a bunch of news as well. But we'll just rattle them off. We don't know how this long this part's going to go on for. You've got work in the morning. Sorry. Uh, it's, but we are starting this really late, so we'll try and get through this as much as possible. Not, anyway, not, Scotland. Not, not until 10 o'clock, so. Yeah, you're fine. So, so we can stay up until 2 o'clock. No, I'm joking. Oh we won't God. do that. I won't do that to you. I've got to have dinner after um, this. No, oh God. <laughs> um, right, Scotland. Um, it was fun, because my dad got Good. married. Yay. Uh, yeah, good on him. Good on your dad. Love you. Wedding went well. Yeah, it went really well. Speaking of um, Yeah. So, oh, God. Right. Um, so, the wedding day... Uh, way it started is that we got to the we got married in the Edinburgh Castle in the chapel. Um, you can get married in Edinburgh Castle. Yeah, yeah, mate. Blimey. Yeah, yeah. Especially the chapel. It's quite regular, actually. Was not aware of that. Yeah, yeah they go. even put signs up outside the chapel, being like, "Sorry, closed for a wedding." <laughs> so they obviously like get it regularly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they got married or whatever. Um, and then <laughs> it's funny. One of the first little mishaps that I had is I had to. Uh, it was pissing down basically, in Edinburgh. No offence in Edinburgh, but nothing new there. Um, <laughs> it's Britain. Of course, it's, it's pissing down wherever you go. Um, transitional period out of Yeah, beautiful, beautiful city, beautiful place. Um, but it's pissing down, and because of my hand also, I'm sort of recovering from an operation. Um, going back but to work not, tomorrow, though. You're not sort of. You are. Well, I am, yeah. Um, and my job was to put up an umbrella, actually. On the way out. Oh, that is not what you want to be doing. No, and I put it up too much, so it folded <laughs> inside. Yeah, that was the first step of <laughs> madness going along. Um, we had someone do that at work the other day. What, just undo an yeah, umbrella too much? One of, one of my colleagues said, has anybody got a spare umbrella when I go to get a coffee? So she, she just picked one up, because there's a, there's a few that are spare around in case you go out for a smork. Yeah. But she... Uh, <laughs> She picked it up and took it off. She came back upstairs five minutes later, completely windswept with it inside <laughs> out. And it was just the... F- I shouldn't have laughed, but it was the funniest thing. Oh, ever. it's great. It's good fun when you're on the... Um, well, when you're not on the receiving end, it's not good fun. When you're seeing someone do that, it is good fun. Um, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, hello to everyone on Twitch. Again, I don't know what I've been saying so far. Hi, Rusty. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so that happened. We all got we all got drenched and then on the way and we had um lunch in the witchery which is a very very fancy somewhat expensive restaurant but hey it's wedding why not yeah do you push um, we didn't realize it's cool. that it's a cool name we didn't witchery. we didn't realize that the witchery was so close to edinburgh castle as well it's like you exit edinburgh castle and then you like go i don't know down a street couple yeah down a street <laughs> fantastic um and it's like maybe 100 meters 200 meters that's right, and then we're like, fine. oh shit, it's right next to it. Um, 
had our, mo- uh, had our meal and stuff there. And then because I did a speech, I didn't want to do it. Well, I wrote a speech. I didn't want to do it in in front of just random strangers. So we like, went back to the apartments and I did it there. That went all well. Um, but the journey back was a treat because we were supposed to when, leave. When did, you, when did you do it at the uh, apartments thing? Was that? Uh, what, the speech? Yeah, how, yeah. How many people were there? It was, it was actually asked. just um, my dad, the wife, Debbie, um, her daughter, her her daughter's boyfriend, me and my brother. It was, just, it was just us five. Oh, and uh, my brother's girlfriend as well. Little intimate yeah, yeah. affair. Lovely. Yeah, it's fine. She's about like seven of us. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, also the, uh, the my friend, uh, not my friend, uh, my dad's friend was the guy that married them both as well. Uh, so it was really good. Um, like he said a couple of things, which was quite, oh, because he's been there through my dad's tough times as well. Um, but the journey back. So let me let me set the uh, set the stage. So we Uh-oh. were supposed to get up at half seven and uh, leave to do our the rest of the things that we wanted to do in Edinburgh at mm. um, uh, 8.30. Me, Sean, and his girlfriend got down at 8.30. No one was there because um, the others were a bit late. They hadn't packed the night before. So we were waiting for maybe another half an hour. We set off at, at nine. Fine, whatever, half an hour late. We, we went to go to the registry office to prove that my dad and Debbie got married, which is fine. Then they went to a couple souvenir shops. Got to do the legal bits. Yeah, yeah, it's all fine doing these little little tits and tats, or whatever. And then we wanted to go to this um this uh this little like hill with with uh like the it's like a what the fuck is it? I have no idea what it's called, but it's it's a place where you go and it's a peak and it's really great views of like the entire city of Edinburgh. I think it's got like a like a mini um uh, observatory and stuff like that. I think um, I know where you yeah, mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's very nice. It's beautiful. Um, and on the way there, my dad noticed in the minivan that we drove up in um, had a little orange warning light. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, you know where this is going. Oh, no. <laughs> and it said, engine uh, needs... Engine engine needs <laughs> needs servicing. Um, eng- exhaust filter blocked. Y- do you know much about engines... I know enough to know that that's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's very bad. It's very Um, bad. So, yeah. uh, (laughs) Thank you, Gemini. It also is a heck of a story, so buck yourselves in. It is, definitely. Um, So, morning light came on on the way to this peak, and Dad was like, no idea what that means. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) As one does in a car. Because let's be honest, nobody's read the user manual of your car, have you? of course not. You don't know what those lights mean. Um, So, we got to the place... And then we were like, right, we're done here. Let's go back down. And let's and do we want to go to this bridge, the fourth bridge, as it's called, at Edinburgh, in Edinburgh? It's like a train, and it's train bridge with so it's a bunch of bridges. Who? It's a fucking bridge. Who cares? I've never seen a bridge before in your is life. Is it the uh, is it is it the train bridge where the Flying Scotsman used to? Maybe. Was the Flying Scotsman to Edinburgh? I'm pretty sure it was. Fuck no. Uh, the new Ever- Batman trailer, guys. Yes, yes. We will probably talk about that again we'll a little talk, bit. Thank we'll you, Logical that. Robot. We'll talk about um, that in a just Scotland. It's <laughs> mayhem. Um, so, yeah, then after that one like, came on, we went to the bridge. We were going about 30 miles an hour on a 70. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we were being overtaken by Arctic lorries. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Yeah, it was not going well. And then dad finally was like, right, shit, we need to pull over because this isn't good. 
And then we called up his mate that hired him the uh, van. Yeah. And he was like, right, what do we do? And he was like, right, okay, just call AA and RAC. It'll all be under your insurance, so it'll be fine. Just whatever, just call people. And if anything needs charging, the place he works for yeah. will pay for it. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, and then uh, I'm not going to name names, but some people were quite annoying me in the minibus where they were like, oh, just... Just drive. The engine filter will just clear itself if you get to a speed and do revs. It will filter itself out. That's not how engines work. <sighs> no. <laughs> Are you going to listen to the guy that is a professional mechanic or some dude in the back of a minivan that isn't qualified? Fine, whatever. We'll leave it like that. That's. I just have a little bit of a gripe with people. Um, I don't know what they're talking about. But then AA guy came... This was about, actually, let me just say, the first AA guy came around 2 o'clock. So we've jumped from about 9 o'clock-ish to 2 o'clock. That's how long we were waiting at a service station for. What yeah. did you do for, like, I have no idea. three I hours? I slept, got annoyed. I spoke with uh, Gemineo uh, on the phone, ren- va- venting and raging. I spoke with my mum as well. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, I was not in a good place. Uh... And then what happened after that? Yeah, guy came and he was like, right, I'm going to try and regenerate the engine to clear the, uh, yeah, Doctor Who style. Let's go full out on it. Um, yeah, let's let's uh, regenerate the engine and hopefully it'll get back working. No, the exhaust filter was so blocked he couldn't even do that. So we had to get a recovery vehicle. Yeah, a recovery vehicle all the way from Edinburgh back home. <laughs> and then... And then... Wait a minute, the recovery vehicles don't have back seats, do they? Yeah, they do, some of them. A lot of them. Or, or did yeah. you get one of the double-stacked ones? Uh, double-stacked ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this was also oh, a minivan, fun. so they needed a big... A, a big, big recovery, big recovery truck, yeah, to get a minivan on the back of it. Um, so, yeah, right, okay, we called up AA, like, can you send a recovery vehicle up? Yeah, it'll be with you at 6 o'clock. So, we're waiting from 2 o'clock <laughs> to 6 o'clock. <laughs> no, actually, no, more, su- more, more precisely, half 6 Half six, seven. He'll be with you. Whatever. Yeah, they came. And because the recovery vehicle didn't have enough seats for seven people, me and my dad had to sit in the back of the recovery vehicle while everyone else went to Edinburgh Airport, got a car, a rental car, and drove all the way back. So they were happy. They were gone. Um, And this is just you and my dad dad. in the back of the recovery vehicle. I'll also state this. This was my dad's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) This is my dad's birthday. We were going crazy. After his wedding. <laughs> After his wedding. What, what week? It was great. Um, yeah, so that happened. Recovery vehicle came, and we set on our way. The The first guy, uh, actually, you know, the, the first guy that tried to regenerate the engine, I want to shout everyone out, because these recovery guys, they all worked for AA. They were great, except for their management, because we'll get onto that in a second as well. So all the guys that picked us up, Graham, uh, John, Paul, uh Zari and Richard, you're all legends. I, I love you Wait, all. Hang on a minute. Let How many legends. people does it take to recover a fucking van? Oh, we'll get onto it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get onto it, mate. So, Graham went. John came, good old John, in his recovery vehicle. And he was like, right, okay, so four and a half hours because... This is this is how um, truck drivers work, is that they do four and a half hours drive and then 45-minute break 
and then they carry on 45 uh, four and a half hours drive and then they have like you know 12 15 hour shifts of doing that fair enough fine whatever you're just there to do a job good um we did four and a half hours of like 120 miles something like that that's pretty good going that's right it's all right yeah yeah Um, um, but we realized that on the motorway down part of it was closed so happened to be the part where the service station that we were supposed to go to was closed so we had to turn around and go back to the previous service station (laughs) (laughs) but it's fine it's whatever john's it's not john's fault it's whatever we get to the we we get to the service station and then john's like right guys see you later i'm just handing you over to this guy and we're like what aren't you taking us the whole way he's like no 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 don't we then you know that there's different guys yeah. on, on each trip. And they were like, okay, whatever. It's fine. It's not your fault. It's whatever. It's just how your work works. works. It's, yeah. it's just how, how it is. Line of work, yeah. um, Paul comes in his recovery vehicle. I think it was about an hour later. So you wait. <laughs> okay. So, so you, you, have to lo- you have to unload the van from the back of this. And then load it back, load onto, it back onto another recovery yeah. vehicle. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Can't you just reverse them up and wheel it from one to the other? No, absolutely not. No, no, because because the other guy, uh, John, had to leave because he was like, I need to have a my break because it was four hours of him driving, and then B... hey, you could take your break while you're bloody loading it, John. Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> no, no, that's no, no, fair enough. I, like, I get again. I don't want to like scrounge on these people because they're great people. I love the AA except for their management again, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, so Paul comes in and he's like, yeah, fine. Okay, let's get it on the thing. I've only got an hour and a half drive, lads. And we were like, sorry, what? Because yeah, he's, uh, uh, he's already done apparently like three hours of his like four and a half hour drive. So we're like, okay, so why is this a thing? Okay, it's fine. It's whatever. Drive hour and a half down this fucking motorway. Just please just get us home. Hour and a half later, he takes us off. And then, yeah, where were we at this point? It was Lim service stations, I think it was. No idea you... where that is. Yeah, no idea where that is either. <laughs> Somewhere um, in the middle of England. It's, it's, it's past in the Lancaster, wherever the fuck that is in, in the UK. Uh, but we were at Lim service station, and then he was like, right, okay, it's, I th- what was it? What time was this? Uh, I think this was midnight at this point. So, like, John came It's got to be by this point. Fr- yeah, John yeah. came from 6 o'clock, or half 6 or over, till 10 and then from 10 o'clock till 12 o'clock is when Paul arrived, put the minibus on, and then took us wherever. And he was like, right, okay, guys, uh, your next recovery vehicle will be here at 10 to 2. So we're waiting for two hours for this next one. It's fine. I'm still how, I'm still going fine. How I'm, many how many, how many many hours have you spent in a service station at this point? What, in my life? In different uh, service stations. Oh, God. Uh, on this trip. On this trip Not already. in your life. Although you've probably doubled it in this just, one trip. Oh, probably. Absolutely. I haven't spent more life in a service station until now. Um, yeah, so... Service stations are cracking breakfast, think, by the way. I must think, because we were at the first service station on the way down. We were there from, like, fuck, what, 10 till 2. And then... No, 10 till 6, because that's when the first guy came up. And then from uh, 10 till... Half 10 or whatever till Paul arrived. And then from, like, 12 till 2... And then anyway, it came up to two o'clock, a.m. I've been up for like eighteen hours at this point. Yeah, I was gonna say no <laughs> sleep. Yeah, no, no, I sleep at all. I was, I was still quite chirpy and cheerful. I was like, it's no one's fault. It's fine. It's just probably how it is. What do we expect? We're coming from Edinburgh down to 
Bryce Norton we attend that was the goal that that was the end bit um actually I missed out a little bit of detail dad didn't know cuz he got the minivan from Bryce Norton where he works yeah and he left his car there he's like fine yeah whatever he didn't know where his car keys was because he thought I need my car keys cuz we'll take the minivan all the way back to Swindon where he lives so then he'll go from Swindon to Bryce Norton where he gets his well, he car and he, it and off, he drops yeah, it off. Yeah. Whatever. But we're going to Bryce Norton because we just have to drop the so minivan off. his keys off. might be at home. His keys were at home. So, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> anyway, two o'clock comes around. We're like, where's this, where's this third guy coming around? Again, it's probably not their fault. It's just, you promised us the vehicle guys, management. <laughs> so we call it AA again and we're like, where is it? And then they were like, Oh, okay, so yeah, there'll be one with you in eight minutes. Fine, eight minutes comes around. And Zari, I think that was his name is, he comes up, he's brilliant, he's a guy from Birmingham, he's a legend, <laughs> he's, what a lad. Um, and we were like chatting, whatever, and he was again, was one of those people that had an hour and a half left. Oh, for fuck's sake, eh? On their day shit together. It's AA, man. Why are you so dumb with how you do things? Send somebody who's that got four, four hours. Four hours, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at what we're doing here. Um, so, the, um, that's fine. Don't worry, uh, Jem. Uh, I'm not giving away details of exactly where we live. Uh, she's just worried about that. Um, so that comes around and then, what was it? Yeah. So then we, we get to Birmingham service stations at about four. I think it's about four. Yeah. And then... He, yeah, Zari was like, okay, so you better call up the A just to make sure that there's a recovery truck there ready for you. Just it'll be a bit of a pain in the ass for you to wait about. We did uh, when we got to Birmingham, and Birmingham, uh, they said, yeah, so uh, the next one will be with you at uh, quarter six in the fucking morning. In the fucking morning, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that happens. And then uh, did you go and use those beds that service stations have? No, no. Because you can get rooms, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were contemplating at this point. I was contemplating being like, right, just call up AA and be like, right, we're having a hotel and you're paying for it because yeah, a go to tape. a service station yeah, with yeah. a travel lodge and just get yeah, the travel was. lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like... we were like, we almost did that. We were almost like, you know, you're fucking taking a piss in that, mate. What are you doing? Um, it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. But we didn't do that. So quarter of a quarter to six came around. And Richard, the final guy, came in. Um, and then took us the way to Bryce Norton. When we got to Bryce Norton, it was eight o'clock in the morning. Daylight's come around yeah. again. And then Dad took us back home to where he lives. And it was about quarter to ten that I finally got. To how bed. did you? How did you? How did you get home from Bryce Norton with no car? He, 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 well, uh, oh yeah. So uh, Debbie, his wife, um, brought the car keys from Swindon to Bryce Norton. How long did it take the others to get home? They were home in the They evening. were home at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so we were still traveling. While you were in Birmingham. From like two o'clock till 8 a.m. We were still traveling. For another six hours, we were on the road and they were at home having a sleep. Having a nice kip. So that's why dad was like, hey, hey, can you, uh, can you, can you bring us the car keys? Because hey, please, you bring us the car <laughs> please, keys? any sort of help would great. Uh, that would be grand. Um, so yeah, then we, then I was thinking, right. There must be a reason why these people did not have the whole full hours like of not just an hour and a half each yeah. leg. Um, and I was thinking it's because the way the AA do their shifts, they don't space them out. 
Not at all. They have a bunch of drivers starting in the evenings at nights. No, yeah, in the evenings and in the mornings or whatever. Something like that. 12 hours. Either bunch, a bunch of people going in starting their shifts. So it's like at the start of the morning, like Richard, he had he had probably four, four hours. And it's like, you know, and the first guy, John, he had full four hours. But if you're going to try and get a recovery dri- uh, driver during... Like that the middle, shift is the middle of yeah, yeah, the middle of someone's shift. They're not going to have the full four hours. No. So it's like, hey, AA, can you like space people's St- stagger them out, stagger them bit. out, please? Because we could have some people in the evening and then we, some at twelve. We we could have just gotten like I don't know. If we did like the full four hours and weren't waiting two hours in between, you would have been home certain. by about one o'clock in the morning. I'd say about maybe three or four, three or four. Because if the car could get back in one, yeah, and then like maybe two recovery vehicles I, by the way i don't know how long it takes to drive from scotland to the south about of England. seven hours yikes that was that was the trip up like it was about seven seven and a half hours i've done a lot of driving in my time but i don't think i've yeah. driven for seven hours straight well That's we pretty... uh, again with seven hours and i think on the journey up it was about two breaks we took two-ish which is fine that's, that's seven, seven and a half yeah, hours, couple, two breaks. Couple of hours break couple yeah. of hours break yeah it's yeah. fine it's all good it's all fine anyway so that was my scottish Endeavor, endeavor. It was, no, it was, it was grand. It was all good. It's fine. Yeah, I recovered well, and I think it was that night. And it's lucky. How many hours did you sleep? That was funny too, Um, (laughs) because then my dad was like, "Hey, I'll I'll drop you back to your mum's at twelve. It's like, okay. So, yeah, then I, I, like, got into bed at 10, woke up at 12. We went back to my mum's, and then I Crashed stayed up. No, I stayed up. Why? Because uh, I was, again, it was like, because you were, like, your sleeping pattern's fucked. You're just like, I'm not tired. And then I was, like, I was like, on a, sat on the sofa watching someone with mum, and then that's when I just conked out for another two hours, went up, spoke with Jem on discord we played some games or watched something and then i went to bed for like 12 hours <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what I've, I've i've been up on those kind of um you know long days or whatever yeah it's 26 uh, hours i was up for. kind of uh without any sleep and stuff and there's that moment when the tiredness hits you and you finally yes. collapse into bed 100%. we used to here's a funny story we used to we used to drive to the south of france for our holidays. That's a heck of a journey. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're going on a ferry and everything. Yeah, if in, you drive, in yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah, Because I remember we went to, um, we drove to Germany at one time. One time. One time. One time, <laughs> I know. Uh, we drove to Germany one time because we were part of a bowling league. And we were like, oh yeah, like, well, the, the finals and the league, whatever. It's in Frankfurt. Is, it, is, in Frankfurt <laughs> is in Berlin or whatever. In Germany. Um, so yeah, we like drove through France and... Yeah. Went to Germany and stuff. That's an interesting experience for all those who've driven through France. Yeah. I remember I remember doing it. I used to um So technically I've been to France. It, it was quite fun. I had a I had a little uh we had a, one of those portable D V D player things that you yeah. could get in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> you stick in the back of the like a holster and you hang it on the back of the thing. Before they had built in TVs in the back of seats. Yeah. That's what we used kids back in the day. Yeah. Um but I used to yeah, I used to watch all sorts of I used to space it out, I used to be able to watch about two and a bit movies. Nice. On the way. Nice. That was good. Uh, um. Oh, God, though, I I tell you what, I. I tell you what, mate. Tell, tell you what. 
I'll, I'll, I'll fly into France from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I'm flying, flying to, to the nearest airport. I, I think I'm flying to Scotland from now on. Yeah, fly to that, that was another thing. Bristol. We, that was another thing we checked. We checked like for the others, the other five people. We were like, just get a plane. We looked up. There's no planes from Edinburgh to Bristol on that short notice. On that short notice, like, I think there's probably there's only like two a day. Yeah, that's all you it's need. Ridiculous. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like but, what? Yeah, it's, but, it's funny. That's one of those flights where you spend you spend less cruising time than you do landing time, <laughs> take yeah. off time. You just spend about fifteen minutes in the air in total. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just go. It's like an hour, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like an hour. But that trip. hour is because you have to circle the two airports. <laughs> probably, probably. probably. <laughs> so what um, we're te- what we're saying, people, get a Cessna. Yeah. Get a plane license. Yeah. And fly yourself to Scotland. Yeah. And just destroy the ecosystem with the amount of. That's carbon right, that, footprint that's actually yeah. a good point yeah, yeah. no I tell you what better idea get a glider <laughs> slingshot you over just go high enough just shot you just put drift yourself. down yeah I wonder how high landing might be. be a bit sketchy I wonder how high you'd have to be for a glider <laughs> you'd probably have to go to the atmosphere mate to angle that properly <laughs> lower atmosphere yeah, edge of the lower atmosphere good stuff yeah um but yeah, that was Scotland. Anyway, you were talking about movies in, in the back of the car. Speaking of movies... Wait, there we ah, go. Nice transition. transition. Um, we got a bunch of news, and obviously we're talking about the Batman trailer. Is there anything else you want to say about the Batman trailer? I mean, we spoke about it, and we watched it live earlier on in the pod, about half an hour ago. I'll be honest, I, I I didn't really hear anything. We'll have to watch it in a minute. No, um, we'll, watch it, we'll watch it again after the But what the pod, I will say is it that... Looks, oh, it looks... It looks stunning. Yeah. Like, stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel good. like they pack that trailer with a lot yeah. of juicy shots. I love how like amateurish each of the costumes and like the like obviously the production design is incredible, but like yeah, people always said for, like for the for the Batman, characters Batman Begins of the Dark Knight trilogy was like a very grounded reality version of this looks even more Batman. so. Though. This is even more so. Like yeah. Christopher Christopher Nolan always puts a little bit of fantasy into his films. Yeah. That's what he does best. Yeah. And even with Batman, he does that, you know, in in some way, like with the whole like Razal. There's some like trippy Razal Ghoul stuff and Fear Factor stuff, which was cool. Yeah. But like this is even like yeah, this is even more. This I is legitimately if, um, like a noir film. I wonder if um like Catwoman Zoe Kravitz's uh, character is going to get like a full Catwoman costume, or is she just going to have like the, she, the she, mask and the, she does like, in, the, in the little ears? Maybe I think yeah. that is the costume. But but you know what I mean about like the whole it's not a full leather like Michelle oh, Pfeiffer. Like a, yeah, it's sort not of, like a superhero outfit. It's, yeah, no, it's literally it's just not like, like burglar spandex. Clothes. Yeah, although I, I noticed that she had like really long metal nails or something in yeah. that trailer, which was yeah, interesting. Yeah. It all looks practical. So a, there was a lot of her and Batman yeah. interacting in that trailer. Which it was it cool. all looks really practical and great, and I love it. Yeah. I love the way it looks. I love how Robert Pattinson looks so angry. All the time as Batman, and simpl- great and simplicity to it. Yeah, can we can we use 100%. the word simple without making it sound bad? Yeah, like it just it felt like it was very much. But that that's a thing. That also. was what it was. Um, it was just you know, like you, you were mentioning earlier, it looks as though like the Riddler's going to be behind bars. I I really hope it's one of those films that it's like the villain's always behind bars, but it's just the things that he's done pre. Some of the best movies are where the villain is just sat at a table doing nothing doing, and it's just going nowhere doing nothing yeah and i hope like batman just has to deal with all of the shit that he's like done and like scooped up um very excited to yeah. see um looks great alfred looks great fucking see, colin Farrell looks great oh my god everyone looks um, great i've forgotten his bloody name who's playing the riddler it does begin with a cd uh let me have a look um but it looks good we haven't actually seen his face 
in no, any of the and trailers. And you didn't see it in there either. They almost revealed it. Yeah. Um, uh, I, Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Yeah. Good man. But Paul Dano looks. He well. He he does. He looks amazing in what we have seen of him. Yeah. And he sounds amazing as well. He's it's so menacing. Like I, I just, I get the feeling that this might be like the definitive like. You no, know, Heath Ledger came along, and everybody's been trying to like copy. This is going to be like the definitive. Oh, good. Riddler. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's obviously a lot um, of fan casting for a while that that everyone wanted David Tennant, or like a big a big fan cast was David Tennant to be the Riddler. Like I could totally see that working. I'd love to see that. But Paul but Dano, that, like, that always happens with stuff though, though, because he did obviously um Kilgrave. And... So when you do a character that is slightly adjacent to another popular character, yeah. people are like, "Oh, you should do that." It's like yeah. uh, um who else is like so many people have like been put forward for the joker just because they did mad men yeah you know like, very it's true just like yeah okay but yeah it's just fan casting um what else to talk about you got news didn't you um i've got a little bit of news if you'd like i've got a little note do you want me to have a start or because i've got things that are spaced out i've literally got so much news that i've screenshotted and it's all spaced out in between like the wedding photos that i've made in scotland it's ridiculous man um, so it might take me a while to find them. Um, um, let's go through this. Yeah. Um, I went to the zoo as well, I forgot. Giant pandas. So there. we've got a, a first look. This is an interesting one. Yeah. We've got first look at um, of Timothy Chalamet as Timothy Willy, Chalamet. Willy, Willy Wonka. Yeah, Jonka. Um, did we mention this? And has it just completely disappeared out of my mind? What, the Willy Wonka, Chili, Timothy Chalamet? We spoke about it briefly uh, quite a while ago, I think. I feel like that was probably very briefly because I I, yeah. I have to admit I completely forgot it until yeah, it's, I saw it's these be pictures. Like an, an origin story and stuff. Everyone's like comparing him to saying he looks like the Scrooge from. Uh, he does. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought when yeah, I saw yeah. it. I was like, is he, are we making Willy Wonka or Christmas Carol? What's going on? Yes. Um, but he looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, he does yeah. look pretty. I'm looking forward to that. Um, he posted. You can go to his Instagram because he posted a couple of photos. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. some more behind the scenes stuff that's been released as well. Yeah. Um, with him interacting with different people. Good stuff. Um, that looks pretty good. Um, we've got set photos from uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Uh, in Sicily, of all places. Nice. Um, and we've got um, photos, first and foremost, as... That's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Just rotating the mic. Oh, my God. Sorry. Just making um, sure that your voice is on the right spot. We've got... Um, some photos of Mads Mikkelsen as well. Looking very much like his Bond villain. What's that, Finn? What's that in? Willy Wonka? No, in Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, of course. Duh. We were literally... Oh, my God. I'm so, I need to open my ears. Um, um, open those ears. Yeah, I will. Um, we've also got another first look at something. Yeah. Transformers. Oh, yes. Um, uh, Rise of the Beasts. Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, I've got them right here. When we say that, um, we've got photos of cars. Photos of cars, but there, there. It's not just photos of cars, mates. It's retro cars. What we're talking about. Do you know here. what's really confusing me? What's that about this whole Transformers thing? What um, what timeline it's in? Yeah, well, they yeah. did this soft reboot, didn't they, with Bumblebee? Bumblebee's a great film. Mm-hmm. Really loved it. It was what Transformers should have been. Yeah. Um, and Especially then they were the like, oh, minutes. it's it's kind of it's kind of the same, and it was kind of that, and and you know, Bumblebee turned into a Camaro at the end. And mm. He's going to go off to find Sam, and then they were like, no, it's it's part of a different, completely different continuity whatsoever. Yeah, obviously, Prime is already on Earth by the time exactly. we see him in the thing. He doesn't crash out the sky, and we're into a swimming pool or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
but it looks like we got like the the main G one Autobots. Good coming. Back. I want G one. Uh, we got shit. Jazz looking like G one Jazz. Yeah. Um, Is that RC as well? Uh, I think. I think RC. RC. Who's the hippie van? The hippie van could be many people. It could be Ratchet. It could be uh, Ironhide. Imagine Ironhide being. Hippie. I'm going for somebody like. Um, there was nobody who was a who was a VW van though in the previous. That's what I was thinking. Things so it might be a completely new character, or yeah. it might be an adaptation of a character like Bulkhead or something from non G one sources. Yeah. But if you're strictly going G one, I would I would say like there's many people. It could be it could be like um, Brawn or Gears or someone I was about like to say, that. It's not Skids and Mudflap. It's not Skids and Mudflap. Thank God. Fuck Skids and Mudflap. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got photos of the Decepticons as well. Good. And this is what confuses me, because there's a photo of a truck here that that's, looks like it might Megatron be Megatron from, from Dark of the Moon. I was literally thinking that, yeah. So, what what continuity are we in, people? What What's going on? <coughs> mm. And on top of that, you're going to have the Maximals and Predacons in this as well. Yep. Which means you're going to have Optimus Prime. Who's the director one. of this? I'm going to Google this. Um... Uh... This is good. Beasts... Uh, Rise of the Beasts coming out in twenty twenty two. Uh, Stephen Capel, Capel, Capel. Stephen Capel Jr. Um, what's he done before? So this that article that I've just uh, put away there did actually say that it is a direct se- sequel to Bumblebee. Yeah, um, it might not be. Oh, I he did. Have, I have to say that it might not be Megatron. He it did could Creed like Two. Prime. He directed Creed Two, which is a great film. Good on him. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So he's got some street cred. Good. That's fine. And Street Creed. Hey. <laughs> um, he did The yeah, Land, Grown-ish. What these are? Uh, 25 Hills, his first one. Well, he didn't direct. His first directed film was um, Process of Elimination. Okay, sweet. Um, um, good got stuff. Some kind of sad news, but... but oh, shit. But, um, kind, of, kind of good news, because it has a happy ending, and we know everything turns out all right. But, yeah. Um, Christopher Judd. Who is the voice of Kratos? Judge. Is it Judge? Yes, it Chris, is Judge. Yeah. You're right. I don't know why Chris I said Judd. 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 Uh, I prefer Judd. I'm going to yeah. call him Judd. Uh, no, okay. Uh, so Christopher Judge, who is the voice of Kratos. Kratos boy. boy. Um, Good man. Took to Twitter to say to the beloved fandom, mm. that, but he basically like apologised. He didn't really need to apologise for anything, but he did. Oh, I think I know this. He's a really this. sweet man. Yeah, he's a um, beautiful human he being. He was like, I'm sorry, I was the delay. I was the reason for the delay for God of War 2. Because uh, I had to have back surgery. Yeah, was it something like shoulder surgery or hip surgery or something both, like that? Yeah, both, both hips replaced both. so that he could Fuck, walk man. again, uh, oh, which is, might be the path I'm headed down. Um, <laughs> the straight my back is in it. That's alright, just do a massive game called God of War 3 or something as Kratos. Go on, Will. You could do it. <laughs> Boy, my, Boy. Vo- my voice is not deep enough to do that. I'm sorry, I can't pull that off. <laughs> I mean, I, I can kind of go quite low, but I, I, I always. Boy. It sounds lower in my head, but I always. I forget my voice is slightly higher in real life than it is in my head. So yeah. you have the difference between your head yeah, voice yeah. and real voice. I prefer and many my, other my voices voice. in my head. <laughs> yeah, and John and Steve <laughs> and Paul. <laughs> Depends who comes out today, that's all. And, uh, 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 Guinevere and yeah. uh, uh, Lucy and yeah. um, Tim. And Tim. Uh, Tim, look- nice bit dim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if people know that reference. Somebody, somebody was talking about that the other day at work. Actually, that's a good throwback. Good, I love that shit. Um, uh, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Um, so those are the main bits of news that I I had. That was, was literally that all? it. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm going to rattle off a bunch. Grand Theft Auto Five: The Trilogy, d- d- the definitive edition. It was announced. 
uh, we spoke a couple of weeks back, well, maybe like maybe a couple of months back, about there being rumors that they're going to be remastering or remake. I think it's a remaster, yeah, yeah. an updated version of the original Grand Theft Auto trilogy, San Andreas, um, Grand Theft Auto Three, and Vice City. Those three, I think, something like that. It's a really, it's a really strange like trilogy to have. Isn't it? Yeah, it might not be Grand Theft Auto Three. It might be Vice City something and San Andreas. I don't know. I don't know my Grand Theft Auto games. The only ones that I know is Vice City and San Andreas. San Andreas is the first one I ever played, and it's great. Um, I would recommend anyone playing it. I feel like many people's favorite is San Andreas. San Andreas is so good. It's got all the memes, man. Um, Maybe uh, overtaken have... now by GTA Five. Probably. Probably, yeah, yeah. I'll have two number nines, a number nine large. Anyway, um, <laughs> all you had to do was follow the damn train do it follow um, the damn train people yeah cj uh right let's let's rattle off in a couple more um five nights at freddy's movie script still needs creator's approval and it loses its director um did you remember this was still coming out five nights there at was freddy's rumors about this film. this film it's not coming out is it um what others do we have uh i kind of want to get onto marvel stuff a little bit last uh but we shall see or maybe i should do them now Maybe I should do them now. I, I don't know. Um, oh my god, I just got pages of pandas from the Edinburgh trip. Good stuff. And the wedding photos. Very good stuff. Um, Come on. So, Batman news. Yeah, yeah. The sequel's already greenlit, baby. Oh, fuck yeah, oh, yeah. boys. So we knew, like, I think we've mentioned before, uh, we knew quite a long time ago that we were that there was going to be a trilogy of these Batman movies that Matt Reeves was going to do. Yeah. I, I love it how they had that much faith in him that they were like, yeah, you can make three. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. I um, mean, you did Dawn, you did Planet of the Apes films, the trilogy of that, which is fucking insane. We need Tell you what, successful. before the Batman comes out, we should do his three uh, Planet of the Apes films. They're great. Rise, Dawn, I liked War. the trailers for them. Have you seen them? No, I've not. No, yeah. I'm not a massive Planet of the Apes guy. I've, I've, not, I, I've not delved in. I've seen the original really, one on TV. Yeah. I wasn't really a massive. It didn't really entice me until I, I saw the first the one, one, and I was Mark like, Wahlberg wow. in it. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! That <laughs> Jesus. It came out in 2006, um, maybe early 2000s. Like um, um, but yeah, it's been greenlit. Amazing. Good on them. Uh, which is is just amazing. Yeah, I got th- uh, that's some Marvel news. I got, well, um, I've, I've got Marvel news here. Uh, Catherine Han is set to return as Agatha Harkness in her own series on Disney Plus. Oh damn! Uh, I don't know what to think of this. Like, you know what? I love the character Agatha. Is that Agatha all along? Um, but you need a series for every single fucking character, do you? I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe this is sort of like <laughs> red flags dinging in the back of my mind, being like, okay, this is where you might be starting to get like a bit of the Marvel fatigue stuff. This is where you're just making like series for random ass characters that are just like better as side characters, maybe. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's probably yeah. too. Uh, it's way too early to judge. I feel like this has been a slow burning criticism of a lot of movies. Especially superhero. Yeah, especially superhero movies. Mm. But it's been a low-burning sort of thing for a while now, yeah. and that is this this whole idea of, like, do you really need to make a movie about that? Like, yeah. Do you need to make a movie about every character that, that the fans really loved? And, like, there's a lot of that, isn't there? You yeah. Know, fan opinion has a lot of power these days. Yeah. Where the fans choose to spend their time is where companies will look to make money. Yeah. Um, and if they latch onto a character, and everybody loved Catherine Hans' portrayal of Agatha Harkness. She was great, yeah. Division. Um, 
Like, I definitely want to see so more of her. Like, well, we could just make a TV show with her in it. Yeah. Because people would really love it. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Which, you know, it might be really good. It probably will be decent. It's a Marvel project. Yeah. But it's like, do you really need to? Like, I felt like her story was pretty well complete. Also, wasn't she like, didn't she have her mind wiped? It wasn't her mind wiped. Is this if, like, she was um, a bit like what uh, Wanda did to the other residents? It's just sort of controlled her and uh, controlled everyone. But they obviously, like, subconsciously still know Still it. there. Um, it's yeah, just she kind of put she her kinda, in a men- mental she, prison, didn't she? Yeah, like, on a loop or that whatever. she just can't escape from. Yeah. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched WandaVision. but like, good I stuff. think that's interesting. Like, I they might they might end up doing like a Salem witch trials prequel thing. I was thinking that as well, even though that's... they don't need to because we saw the origins of Harkness in the show. But yeah, um, um, that would be interesting. It'd be interesting, but is it needed when you've got all these other characters? I don't know. Maybe again, like I'm, I'm probably speaking more for other people that I've seen on Twitter and so on. Obviously, fucking people on Twitter. I don't. Are just I don't. Nasty, I agree. But... I don't think it's necessarily needed at all. I, I just. She was a great character. I can understand why people would want her. Yeah. Be- and also because she's kind of a big character in Wanda's world. Mm. Wanda's world. We um, got and you. in the Marvel world, like she's a big villain, like. She's quite, you know, she's quite, yeah. she's quite big one, and that's been around for a while. She's got a lot of you know, history and lore behind her. Obviously, going to make want to make a project because of that. But you, it might be it comes, one of those. Does it come back to that question that I I keep asking of like, what purpose does this serve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it, like that's... It, the thing is, it, for the for the little shows and little movies that they make, it could be like, you know, you say, oh, we don't need it now, but in hindsight, you probably could look back on like the Agatha Harkness show. Or whatever, and feel like, oh my god, that's one of the best things Marvel's ever done, and one of the greatest things and biggest surprises of all time. Like, who thought that Guardians of the Galaxy ever needed doing? Mm. Realistically, I don't know. Um, so the Batman's got a bunch of spin-offs. Yeah, I think we mentioned this before. Yeah, uh, Colin Farrell's Penguin is having a spin-off, isn't he? Yeah, uh, Gotham PD prequel series. Yep, that's coming out before uh, uh, the Batman film comes out or I something. Don't know. I don't think it's. Been I thought it was like a little TV series or something of Gotham PD. Coming Maybe out. it's like a little prequel to the movie. Yeah, that's literally just a couple of episodes, like yeah. a mini series. Um, but yeah, the the Penguin is going to be a sequel series to the Batman. It's going to be set right. after. The so Penguin. he doesn't die. That's good. So Penguin doesn't die. Spoilers. Um, he doesn't die. In and the I Batman. guess that compensate compensates for him being like only in the movie for like eight minutes, apparently total. Because he's not one, not one of the main villains. He's but. probably going to be like one of the, the opening scenes with Batman's coming in, trying to take down the Penguin or something. Um, I don't know. Uh, what other news you got? Or should I get onto it? Uh, interesting enough, none of the, I don't think this was mentioned at DC Fandom that we've just finished watching. Yeah. Um, Injustice 3 is Just apparently of oh, the game apparently it's happening i may have heard rumors of this ages um, ago but yeah yeah nether realm studios injustice 3 official title leak Ooh. as injustice 3 gods will fall oh damn people are gonna die um if they haven't already they did in the two what was the second thing? injustice game called it was the injustice gods among us and injustice 2 uh i don't know that's a good question actually it might just have been injustice 2 i think it was just injustice 2 gods among us again Injustice 2. I'm not Googling today. Just Injustice 2. Alright, sweet. Good on you. Good on you, game. Interesting um, that they've decided to go for a secondary title for the third one. Yeah. By the looks of it. It's weird. 
Um, I've got a bit more Marvel news. There's two more bits um, of the Marvel is, news. I've got too much stuff. Yeah, that's here. fine. We're just rattling them off. Um, I'll say one. So apparently there was um, ages ago reports of a big name actor in a big film um, being anti-vax and being a dick and stuff. Oh and dear. They, yeah, and whatever. Um, and this is, I don't think this is related, but, well, I mean, it's kind of related, but kind of not. But apparently Letita Wright has reportedly been uh, similar in saying anti-vax views on the set of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, as she was last year on social media. This is from Discussing Film on Twitter and also, like, I think some variety or whatever reported as well. Um, she also parted ways with a US team of ambassadors or whatever. But it's like, come on, Latita, you're literally playing the fucking smartest person on globe Earth and you've got those views. Like, come on. The thing is, like, there's so many like, varied views to do with anti-vaxxing. It's not necessarily people are 100% against it because they... I yeah. people people genuinely have like, you know, I'm not saying that she's yeah. she's right. I mean, she is right. She's Latita right, but uh, you know, Oi, what I mean. got um, that joke. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a pretty serious subject. It's fine. It's, it's, we all need it. But like, people have a lot of like, um, you know, like moral. Not moral. That's the wrong word. What's the other word? If you've got like Eth- med- ethical issues with it, like, of being like, should we really be pumping lots of stuff into humans and things? Which, you know, if you have those views, is, fair enough. Yeah. But it depends on what angle you're coming with. If you're coming yeah. with these stupid arguments like, oh, I... You don't know what you're putting into your body. And... You know, Google's, you know, putting a cyber chip in everybody yeah. so that we can walk around with GPS I'm just like, heads, then it's... I'm just like, if you've got a literal medical condition that can't make you have the vaccine, fine. Yes. Fair enough. I'm sorry for you. I really hope that the rest of us can do better. Um, but c- do your research, guys. Come on with all these anti-vaxxers. There's a really funny video that I saw on Twitter that was like a bunch of anti-vaxxers protesting through like um, like the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame or whatever down one of those um, streets. Um, and they were like, oh, my God, look at all these homeless people around you. How come they've never died of COVID? See, things need to be answered. And a homeless guy walked by and then said... It's because I got the fucking vaccine, you idiot. Really? Literally, that happened. It's the funniest thing I saw. Yeah, because... Because... Uh, because um, people aren't idiots. States do. They hand out free vaccines to yeah. homeless people. But it's like... I, I don't... Think, I, think I don't, I don't understand. It's not like, something that gets publicized. And again, it's like the vaccine isn't for you. It's for everyone else. Like, yeah. it's... Literally stop, also, being, stop like, thinking so selfishly. Also, pe- people have got to get into their heads. Like we, we, There needs to be some major educational things within actual educational circles about vaccines with people because a lot of people seem to think, even subconsciously, that getting the vaccine means that you will be... Can you shut the... I'm sorry if you can hear that. A million <laughs> different scooters. <laughs> um, little scooter shites. It um. <laughs> seems to equal immunity. Yeah. No. Getting a vaccination does not make you immune. You no. can't be you can't be immune. You, the only way you, humans build up immunity to things is over time. Yeah. It's overexposure because your body adapts very slowly over time. Yeah. The, as Brian just said, the vaccine is not for you. It's to protect other people. It yeah. means that you you're less likely to get symptoms of it. Cool. But you know, it it means that you know, it's 
you can still you can still you can be still a super get, spreader. You can still is, get it. Yeah, you can still get COVID when you have the vaccine, but it's so less likely. Yeah, and it's also less likely for elderly people or whatever to die from it as well. So your body just your body has a greater on. chance of fighting it off. Yeah, you know that's how vaccines work. There's a lot of medical science for things, yeah. and I, like I understand that, that there was there's a lot of people because I've interacted with these people at work, some of the volunteers that we have in, who were genuinely had concerns about how like quickly that they've developed it. Mm. You know, but which I understand, but. Russell Russell Howard did a really good video on his like show Russell Howard yeah. or whatever, um, and he like when the, when the vaccine first started pumping out and he did he, like I'll, I'll probably share it or whatever, and like yeah it was a video on him like going through the process of when they started looking for a vaccine, and then when it ended up and it was like six months yeah. and it's like yeah that's the standard time for a vaccine yeah. like also 100%. also COVID nineteen is a type of coronavirus which is yeah. a is a sub bracket of virus that is known about within you know medical in pharmacy yeah. so yeah, yeah they already like it's it, like coronavirus or covid19 sorry is just another type of coronavirus a little bit like sars was which was a big thing back in yeah. the, you know in my parents day yeah yeah you know that was a big worry everybody's had a sars vaccine like they've they've got vaccines that fight similar things mm. it's not like they're coming up with something brand new they're yeah. basing it off of research that's come previously so yeah. you know it's like you it's like you changing the model of a car slightly yeah. It's going to take less time to build that than a whole new car. Yeah. Because you've already got something to base it on. You or, just need to tweak things. Or it's like a new game. And if you make a sequel to that game, you're just taking the chassis or the templates of the first game and then you're just adding a little bit more. Or long, long, You're adapting it until it. it does the job that you want it to do. Yeah. Now. As well. Like the next Spider-Man game, Spider-Man 2, it's probably going to be... You know, a lot of it's going to be somewhat similar to the first game, the but like games. the story, yeah, same mechanics. Are you going to get pissed off of them? No. Um, anyway, speaking of games about superheroes, and then speaking of superheroes, we're back onto Marvel. Um, Will Poulter has been cast as Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I saw this. Saw that. I've, I've got this. Yeah, it's all I, good. I did save that. The other good day. on you, Will Poulter. Um, I always remember the. <laughs> Um, Will Porter's been in a lot of things. He's done some really, really good roles. He was in the um, Maze Runner films, wasn't he? He, I believe he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, it's him. Um, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he was. I think. It, I think his name is Eustace. So like that. His name's Eustace in the N- Narnia series. Yeah. Uh, oh God, he was in Narnia. Holy he's the shit. cousin of the the pa- the Paisley or the Pavely. Yeah siblings no idea so he plays their cousin who gets dragged along on the jo- the dawn treader adventure oh yeah it's that one um i always remember him from that movie he's quite funny in it yeah. he's the comic relief character with a heart of gold who's a bit of an annoyance um <laughs> who has this you know the arc of i've been changed um Got but he was it. really it was really quite funny in, in that i haven't watched that movie in ages i <laughs> i think i've only seen the first and the second one what oh, I, hello, Daddy Master. What was what I was um, thinking about though is it's interesting about this. This is a small tangent. Yeah. It's interesting about those films. His character is really important to the Narnia series. Yeah, he's the main protagonist for the rest of the books. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, okay. maybe except from one, which is a, like a prequel book. Yeah, but like yeah, he's he goes on to be like. So the the Paisley kids don't ever actually come. Well, actually, they may come back in the final battle. I don't know. I've not read it. Um, but yeah, he he's a pretty important character, and I love it how he was just this side comic relief character in the first film he's in. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, 
interesting side note. I, yeah, I think that's a really good casting. I think it's, yeah. it's good. I don't know much about the character Adam Warlock. Um, he was originally the one in the Infinity Gauntlet comic, where like uh, Thanos gets the Infinity Gauntlet and gems for the first time and snaps half the universe away. And Adam Warlock is the one that has said, "Hey, this is the plan. This is how we defeat him." And then they did. Yeah. So um, he was the. You know, it's it's su- quite surprising to a lot of fans to realize that Adam Warlock wasn't even going to be a part of the Infinity Saga. But um, there we go. I've got two more bits of news. One of them's pretty big. I um. You know what? Well, whatever. I also need my charger. Shit. I keep on doing this. I'm not professional. I um. Well, another thing about the Batman. Sorry, I I have a load Keep of going, I have Batman. a load of shit on the Batman that's kind of lost in between all of my save stuff on Instagram. It's fine. So it's I good. I've saved a load of posts about it. I've whoops. No. Oops. I've apparently there's some rumors flying around. Obviously, the greenlit sequel is there. Yeah. Apparently, Mister Freeze might be the main villain of the second film. Oh please, we need a good Mister Freeze, not just a pun machine. If you want a good Mister Freeze, go and play the Arkham games. Or isn't Mr. it the Mister Freeze is amazing in the Arkham yeah, games? Yeah, but which is it the f- film or the animated series where he's really good in it as well? Uh, he's great in the animated series. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be the really one that, he's, the that I'm thinking series. of. Uh, not the film. The only film adaptation we have is Arnie. Let's forget we're, about that. Arnie's fine. He's an right actor. He is what he is. You're not in that role. No. Terminator is brilliant. That's all I say. Um, I got two more bits of news. Shall I, shall I do? I'll do, do, it, do. Do it. Rattle them off. I had a bit of a scare, literally. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday at uh, nearly midnight, where I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw this big red mark that said, Breaking News, Uh-oh. and then a picture of Michael Caine. Uh-oh. I nearly shat, shat myself. He's just retired. That's all. Okay. He's That's not right. passed away. <laughs> He's just retired at the grand old age of 88. 88? God, man. So, that That's makes a that... a long career. That makes that... Um, that part in uh, Tenet when the protagonist says to Michael Caine, goodbye, Sir Michael Caine. Uh, no, no, goodbye, Sir Michael. And then that's effectively his last role, I think, in uh, in film. But hey, good on you. Good on you, Michael Caine. You were great in uh, Kingsman. You were great in Italian Job. You were great in Tenet, even though you had the practically a cameo. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Um I got one more bit of news, and that's more sport-related. But I'll let you uh, do all the other ones that you need to do. Um, yeah, I'm just—I've saved so much random crap. I obviously <laughs> got really bored one day. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it's really good. Um, what have you got? Apparently, Naughty Dog have oh, naughty. been a bit naughty. Oh, I've like, oh, uh, And they've come buddy. out with a statement saying that you. they've... Because uh, they've been asked a lot of questions by fans. Hey, hey, hey. You're doing a Last of Us multiplayer-style game. Why would you want that? <laughs> they've said it's in the works. Okay, fair enough. They've teased that they are, yeah. they're working on something. I you, guess you. because people are like, this world is really cool that you've built. Could you make an open world? They did for the first game, I think, where they had a multiplayer version. An MMO where everybody gets to run around and... Yeah. Basically, Daisy, but in The Last of Us. Yeah, right. I was gonna say, go play da- the Daisy mod. Yeah, go it play. Exists. Go play zombies, Call of Duty zombies, or some shit. I don't know. I think um, you bloody dogs. You I think dogs. Daisy got a, like a TV series, yeah. that greenlit based on that game, which Fuck is a me. which is a mod 
of yeah. the game Armor 3. Alright. Sweet. Wait, uh... <laughs> anyway, we got our first look at the Last of Us series. There's been a picture. Yes, uh, with uh, Pedro Pascal and little girl. Bella I forgot her name. Yes, she's great. Looks good. Um, um, they look good. They're kind of just staring at a field. That's it. Nice. Um, yes. And there's some sort of. Uh, what Do you is think that they're going to. The That's they, a plane wreckage on top of the hill. Are they going to CGI in some giraffes just like that scene from Last of Us? That'd be great. That's such a good moment. I want some giraffes in my series. Where, Fuck where, yeah. Where is the Last of Us based? Uh, in America. Yeah, it's America. Where's right? the giraffes? I suppose there was a zoo, zoo nearby. Maybe. I don't know. It's good to know those giraffes are still going strong. Yeah. Good on you. And good on your been, giraffes. Been eaten. I saw some giraffes in Edinburgh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll tell you what, a really funny story. Is there story. any reason you're talking a lot about giraffes? Um, giraffes. Well, basically, I saw some giraffes in Edinburgh Zoo, and uh, one of them was taking a piss, and the other one just started drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got pictures so to prove it. while everybody processes that... I've got um, pictures to prove it. I don't want to see him. I'm not a, I'm not a creep. <laughs> I'm just taking a picture of giraffes drinking So piss. the cast of Marvel's <laughs> What If Season 2 has been greenlit. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of what if there's a lot of people in here oh yeah I'm not going to list them all because we'll be here all day yeah um, but, and there's some new faces as well I'll tell you what we should do what if next week because it's, it's wrapped up wrapped up like a week ago I am going to have to binge watch quite a lot yeah. then because I have not seen it that's right and then we'll rank um, them because they're bingeable it's rankable it's fine yeah I got my favourite I got my least favourite I'll tell you I'll tell you my mini review right now what if is fine Right, that's it's, good. Thank you, Ryan. Yep, there you <laughs> go. It's fine. It's probably the weakest um, of the I face. I came across some things. weird pictures, ladies and gents. Is it the giraffe drinking piss? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Do you want to see them? <laughs> no, but I wish it was that. Because that would be better than what this is. Are you sure? Um, it's fine. It's a pre-production Venom design. Oh. For Spider-Man 3. Oh, I've seen this. It's like full black, isn't it? It looks weird. It looks great. It looks amazing. Have we seen the same photos? No, we haven't seen the same photos. No, we haven't. <laughs> Didn't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not the same ones. No, I was... I, I, I I'm going to must... get rid of it because it gives me nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have my pictures of drugs <laughs> drinking faces better. That's therapy for you. <laughs> Need something to distract myself from whatever that was. You know, I'm gonna get them up and I'll show you. <laughs> Fuck it. Um. Okay. <laughs> While we go through that, <laughs> the boys season three's wrapped, ladies and gents. Hey, hey. good on you. Yeah, that'll good be stuff. on the way in our uh, TV screen soon. There you um, go. We'll Is be all the better for it. Who's the draft <laughs> And then it's realised what it's done. Uh, <laughs> it's reeling its head. Oh, no. It's like, ah, no. I'm what I love head. about that is that giraffes stand around so long that it's forgotten there's another giraffe standing in front of it. <laughs> Where's your dignity? Where's your self-respect, <laughs> giraffe? Where's your... T- <laughs> God, they must get bored in the zoo. Oh God! Release animals into the wild. Good shit, man. Go yes. on a safari. Go on um, a safari. They're good. Um, Spider-Man uh, into the Spideyverse has an official sequel title. It's leaked, so yeah, it's, it's like le- it's, it's called anyway. Across the Spider-Verse, isn't it? It is, which I think is a really cool title. That's Apparently, really it's coming out next one. year. Yeah, it's next year. Yeah, yeah. I so, think it's like um, end of next year or something. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, good we stuff. do like that. I'm just having a quick scroll through to see if I've missed anything. Yes, yeah, fine. This. We've already talked about those. That's yeah. fine. 
Um, I got one more bit of news, and it's sporty related. Um, it's quite significant in the world of football. So. Uh, uh, oh, I think I know what this is. Yeah. But I do know what yeah, this is. You know what this it's is. What everybody's it's about um, the Saudi Arabian takeover of Newcastle United. Um, so, with? for those of you who aren't sporty, yeah, um, Newcastle is a club. Newcastle is a club. You would have heard of Newcastle United. They're yeah. quite a historical club in the UK. Quite Alan big. Alan Shearer. And Alan Shearer. Uh, Andy Cole. All and of that stuff. Matt Busby. Yeah, something not like Matt Busby. No, no, ignore what I just said. Ah, oh, what was the manager's name? Bobby Robson. Bobby Robson. That yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah, good on you. That's what I was thinking of. He yeah. was. Le- he was um, obviously legend. A legend of the complete game. legend of the game. I. So there's, there's this bit massive debate in football that consistently goes on of everybody yeah. pointing fingers at one another and going, "You've got too much money as a club. You are you destroying the competitiveness of the sport." Yep. Manchester City, PSG. Who's the other one? Chelsea, Real Madrid. Uh, no, there's another one that's put in the bracket of... Oh, Leipzig? They're like... Can't remember. I there, there's too many... Club. Anyway. Fatty-pocketed... There's a lot of like there's a lot of clubs out there that are now not only being owned by corporations or successful yeah, businessmen. Which countries. Are, like, yeah, which is like the royal families and essentially governments of countries yeah. that can just use football clubs as investments. Yeah. Um, bearing in mind that the... the, the the family that own the royal family of Abu Dhabi, Saudi Arabia. No, Abu Dhabi that own City. Oh yeah, Abu Dhabi. Sorry, God, um, that's blasphemy. I'm probably going to get lynched. Uh, effectively, the City Group, because there's more than one City, like they've basically like amalgamated different clubs around the world and turned them all into City Sky Blue branded clubs, like New York City, for example, in the MLS. Yeah, is they play in Sky Blue. LA playing sky blue yeah um melbourne city in australia mm-hmm. playing sky blue in the australian league um and there's a bunch of others and there's a couple of <laughs> a couple of english teams in like tier seven or whatever yeah that apparently they've invested in which is a bit weird i think there's one in uh, china as well um but anyway they basically own all of these clubs and they can use the equity from them to basically just spend 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 and there's the whole big debate of like you haven't got success, you've bought your success, and because of the amount of money that you have, nobody actually can compete with you in this sort yeah. of stuff. And obviously, we had the Super League recently, which kind of amplified all of that. Well, there's been another big money club takeover that nobody's yeah. blocked. Uh, well, they initially blocked one, uh, the Premier League for Newcastle. They've been blocking it for a long time. But yeah, we all know but then this there. this one just came through, and it was like, oh, you've been bought now. Nice, cool. Um, the thing is, I, is that there's nothing necessarily that the UK government can do to stop it. No, because it's because money, it's, and that's it. The Saudi Arabia's got a rich... It's an oil-rich and country. We're, well, and oil-rich, and also, like, we're pocketing them. We're, like, you know, giving them... You know, there's the whole political angle about, like, the royal family being besties with the Saudi Arabians and all that sort of bullshit. Besties, but, like... like well, they were, we're dealing arms with them and yeah. stuff like that. There's yeah. that bullshit going on. Um, but, yeah, so... I think Everyone's dealing arms with everybody I, I on think, the surface. I think um, PSG and Man City, they're around, like, you know, maybe five to nine billion, like, max, like, what they're worth. Newcastle now, 320 billion worth. Good on you, Newcastle. Right, so, I'll, I'll say this also. Um, There's two angles to this, yeah, isn't there? Yeah. I'm absolutely happy that he got rid of Mike Ashley because he was an horrible, abhorrent ma- owner. He was disgraceful. He had no ambition, and he was just sucking the soul 
Honestly, you could suck a soul out of a ginger. That's how much he sucked. Um, I would argue that's why Mike Ashley's not gone anywhere in life. He has been trying to suck souls out of gingers. (laughs) Maybe he is a ginger. But he's bald and you just don't know. Maybe he was. I don't know. Cool, that's a bit of a plot twist. I'm not even going to Google Mike Ashley because I don't want that running through my search history. Fuck right off. No, you don't Um, want that suggested coming up. Anyway, uh, so yeah, thank God you got rid of him because honestly, Newcastle fans are completely loyal and they deserve success. If you look at like, if you look at the the big clubs in in, in uh, English uh, sport or UK sport even, Newcastle kind of the anomaly. Like they were one of the first clubs to have like a decent sized big stadium. Mm. They were one of the first clubs to kind of get a lot of history behind them back in the day. They're one of the best fan bases in the world. 100%. Yeah, they've got a, one of the most loyal, extreme fan bases of any football club. Yeah, they're kind of like they're kind of like other clubs like Liverpool and Manchester United and uh, maybe Chelsea to a, a later extent at a later time in life and Arsenal who kind of had their time back in the day hmm. of football but then have kind of rose to prominence as the dominant forces in English football both with history and with current circumstances it never really happened for Newcastle hmm. and slowly but surely they've just become a mid-table team and then a team that fights for relegation every season yeah. and yada 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 well now they've got more money than anybody in football yeah like put together <laughs> What a lot of people fear is that they're going to do just the City thing, which they will do. They will buy lots of good players. They'll completely overhaul the squad. Yeah. They'll put a new training facility in. They'll get one of the best coaches in the world to come and coach. And that will be the new City. And, and then they'll end up winning back-to-back yeah. Premier Leagues and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And getting Champions League football. There's not and... only that, but there's the side that of the political angle of the Saudi Arabian government slash royals and how they treat women and you know journalism and stuff like that which is kind of well it's not kind of red flags it's yeah full-on red flags like yeah that's fucked in itself and you need to think like is this morally a good thing Mm. probably not you know think about where you're getting your money from but then again i'm being completely hypocritical in my sense because it's like i've got an iphone which is apple and there's probably some like you know factory in china that is overworking yeah Yeah, sweatshop that overworking children to make the fabrics that we wear and stuff and the trouble is in the the things that we buy i was having a lot of these conversations with my mum and dad earlier when i saw them um which was nice to see them today Mm. i like the trouble is with this world is so much of it is built on dirt oh yeah and the misuse of people like so much of it not just in our current time but throughout history um, that's what England is based off. It's just yeah. The <laughs> trouble when you when you have such a complex history as ours and such a wide spanning history as ours as a country, this is what happens. And not just us. Every country has this around the world. Every country has this. Yeah. You know, the, a rich history that is very intertwined with different things. And unfortunately, there are people in the world who are just untouchable by any kind of moral or justice because they own most of the money in the world and they can do what they want with it. Mm. And there's nobody to stop them because there's nobody with more money than them. And, you know, it's the sad it's the sad thing about it. It's like the whole Qatar World Cup thing. You know, how many people have died building stadiums for the Qatar World Cup? Mm. You know, probably not even the figures that have been reported because probably most of it's been covered up. But is anybody stopping? Is anybody really 
putting a boycott together for the World Cup mm. with any serious actual like no no qualifiers are still being played everybody's just potting along as usual yeah because well you'd, you you'd know, think that like with the whole like uh, you know the whole financial like corruption that was behind like set blatter and like the whole Qatar World Cup and how that venue ended up getting it that that was the venue that was like you know bought its way to oh yeah getting it and stuff so did the Russia World Cup actually yeah it? and you'd think that okay now that we've like literally proven that these guys in charge were corrupt as fuck then surely we'd you know stop these venues from having them maybe, maybe. no we haven't stopped that okay so you, whatever that's like <clears throat> this is the trouble with the world of football isn't it is it's it is so it's such a shame that it's the most popular sport and the and the kind of i always say this about football to people even if they don't like football they never believe me but like when football's being played at its best, it's the best sport in the world. Yeah. And I, I don't debate that. That's a fact. Like, it is it is the best, and it gives you the best feeling as well out of any sport. There are a lot of great sports on the planet, and all of them are valid. But football is... There's a reason it's the biggest sport on the planet. Yeah. There is a reason because of that. It's because it has a draw that other sports necessarily don't have. It's unique in ways that others aren't. And... It's a shame that it's become not one of the most lucrative businesses in the world because it means that there is all this corruption behind it and, yeah. and things. And unfortunately, people who watch football don't give a shit. No. They don't. As long as they get to go and watch the game every weekend, then they're happy. I'd, I'd say there's, there's, a, there's a majority you of know. people that How many do ha- give a shit, then there's obviously like a massive portion that don't. Because it's like, you know, we could go into the conversation about like, you know... There's a couple of conversations you can have. You can have a look at like all like the Arsenal problems that they have. You know, look at the Liverpool problems. You can have a look at any, like pick a club and they got problems. Like let's just say Arsenal for example, yeah. and it's like oh we're we're discre- disgusted by the way the Kroenke and all that is like treating the club and like there there's no ambition or whatever. And it's like okay, you hate your owners, don't go to the matches then. Simple. Yeah. Because if you don't go to the matches. They don't get the money. If you don't watch the games on Sky Sports or BT Sports, they don't get the money. So, okay, what's wrong with that? And they're like, oh, no, but I've I've been going to Arsenal since I was six years old. And it's like, suck up your pride for one fucking moment, mate. Yeah, my, club, just, my club till I die. Yeah, but it's like, if you really loved your club that much and you really hated the owners that much, you wouldn't go. Well, actually, no, that's probably like my viewpoint of things. But it's like, you know. Yeah, if you, it's, like, if it's, you, it's not even about hate, it's... If you cared about the change in your club yeah. that much, you would do that. You'd do anything yeah. for it. Yeah. But like you get you, you know, being this person that is like, oh no, but I need to. I've always gone to every single game. It's like, you, all right, well, you're gonna keep on going to games, but you're just gonna keep on doing what is. There won't come change. There won't come change then. No. It's like that's the main and, thing. <laughs> you know, the other big thing is like, you know, With the, the other, glazers as the well. The other big thing because this, this is the same with like this is the issue Barcelona have and like clubs are so worldwide now that there are I'm, I'm technically talking about myself here in a way because I'm an Englishman who supports a Spanish yeah. slash Catalonian club Catalonian slash Spanish sorry should have put that the other way around oh you bloody get um, you know it's it's most of the fan base of these big clubs is international now hmm as, as much as the people that sit... There's nothing in, wrong with that. Though. Yeah, no, th- as no. much as the people who sit in the comp end of Anfield, for example, yeah. or the Stratford end of Old Trafford are the United United fans, yeah. 
you are one percent of the fan base of your club yeah, effectively and that's just you have the loudest voices but you're one percent yeah. the rest of the people out there don't care about necessarily the results they don't even care about who's owning it they don't care who's playing there's a lot of people out there that just watch it because they have this attachment to the the, the physical object of the club and what it sells yeah. them what the shirt represents you know i like to think that i'm slightly different because I, I genuinely like love barca as a well i did love barcelona as a football club i don't at the moment it's in all kinds of fucking no. turmoil but there's a reason i haven't been watching the games yeah, you don't want to support the because I don't want to support my club. The business you don't want to reason... su- you don't want to support the business. You want yeah. to support the club, but not the business behind exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. and people don't get it. Is the, yeah. the more people like like I I hate this. Like there's so many people who just lap up everything that clubs do. Yeah, and social media is such a big part of it. I still follow Barcelona. Yeah. I don't like any of their posts, and I haven't since all of this business yeah. with the you know the revealing of the debt and stuff, and then the decisions that the new president Joan uh, Joan Laporta has made have come out you know and and everything that's going on since then and all the bullshit that keeps coming out i've not liked a single posts mm. because the power of those posts to, to gain likes and things so when they post a nice picture of sergio Aguero and his recovery and they say kun with a happy smiley face yeah. you know you may think oh they're just you know they're doing that to connect with the fans constantly but they're actually just using it as a pr device to keep people on side yeah yeah and, well, it's just, it, and it, it, this it, links back into what you said if you want change you have to stand against yeah what's happening the people in charge you know. yeah yeah who's who's gonna hurt uh, what is gonna hurt the people in charge the most yeah yeah and you, you know, the, think the of... people of Barca- barcelona's <laughs> attend uh, st- uh, stadium attendances recently have been at an all-time low good they're only selling about 80 percent of the tickets 80 <laughs> percent um and bear in mind that's with reduced capacity so that's a forty thousand tickets Oh wow! Okay, because they're not allowed because of Spanish COVID laws. Yeah, so yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St- they're not allowed to full camp new stadium. Yeah. they couldn't do it anyway. The stadium's falling apart as it is. Like yeah. you've, that's the re- that's the kind of situation that they're in, and but yet they don't care necessarily. Mm. The people up top on the board, like Joanne Laporte, don't care because they got one hundred billion likes on their Instagram page yeah, or yeah. something. But the you know the people of Barcelona, as far as I'm concerned, are making their viewpoint very clear. Yeah, you know, is that the declining sales are because people in the city are losing interest in and this club it, that stands for so much. It's a shame that, um, in order, like you know, in our, well, let's just say our methods of doing things, like not watching the games and whatever, not doing whatever. It's it's annoying that that's the only way. Well, as far as I'm aware, our way of hurting the people at the top, but it's the people that are in front of them that sort of that is not necessarily their fault. Like you know, it's not kind of Guerra's fault. No, you know, it's like I like him. I like Ronald Koeman. I like you know the players. It's like they've not really got anything to do. There's there's some interesting things coming out about Ronald Koeman management recently. Oh, okay, great, um, amazing with certain players. So good, um, fantastic. It's happy times at Barcelona. Yeah, great. Um, And then you could also like you know, I'm not probably going to go to a Liverpool match until our owner leaves because hey, he tried to do the Super League. Yeah, that's unforgivable. And they're going to try it again. And this, and like this, is the big trouble with 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 like a lot of football fans is that everybody's forgotten about the super league already yeah yeah that's a big problem hey that happened the owners by the way are licking their lips because that's exactly what they wanted to happen because they'll just do it again when they have even more money power and influence and nobody will be able to stop them you know they were lucky enough at this time that uefa and fifa managed to get their heads together and go actually no let's not let this happen yeah and the fa got involved and like all the other next time it won't be so easy like because at the end of the day the fa is a governing body but it doesn't actually hold 
any monetary it's, power. It's funny how, like, the only people that were complaining... No, no, no. The only people that were not complaining was the people actually involved in the Super League. No one else was. No. Literally everyone else was against it. It's like, hmm. That's surprising, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. Um, I, I, I genuinely fear that the Super League will happen one day. Oh, yeah. All of those top clubs in Europe will disappear off into their own league. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. New, maybe Newcastle get involved now because they've got like a billion they've got a million money billion yeah. billion billion they, dollars they can, they can be the replacement for Arsenal um, <laughs> or Tottenham or Tottenham I mean come on Arsenal, Arsenal deserves to be in a super well I say that I don't want the super league to happen but if the best of the best is gonna get into the super league Arsenal have a right more than Tottenham they've won at least a Premier League <laughs> Tottenham still haven't won a European Cup yeah but they've won more than Tottenham what Tottenham give? What gives Tottenham the right to think that they are a part of a Super League? Money. Uh, yeah. I mean, Leicester have more of a right to be in it than fucking Tottenham and Arsenal. That's true, actually. Anyway, whatever. Uh, um, fuck. I like at least like. I don't know. God, lads. Like, yeah. The thing is, it will happen, and yeah. what I hope happens alongside it, though, is that the FAs of those different countries turn around and go, "Okay, you're not coming back in, though." You're not allowed to participate in the normal league alongside. But they they, they threaten that, now, and that's what you are it now. Stop, super league clubs. Bye bye. Have yeah. a nice time. Yeah, you're not coming to the World Cup. Oh, and get your own governing body as well because yeah. we're not, we're not um, games, which I think is what will happen. So you'll you'll end up with this kind of like weird rugby union, rugby league thing. Yeah, in football, so you'll dumb. have the Super League football, and then you'll have Premier League and La Liga football yeah. and things. Um, but anyway, I know. I certainly uh, know which one I'll be sticking with. Oh yeah, I know as well. I'll support another club if I have to. Um, but all in all. Good yeah, on you, well good well. good on you, Newcastle. You you got new owners, but it's whatever. See what happens. Right, should we get on to? I want to talk about two series, 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 serieses. What do you call it? I don't fucking know. Series, serieses, serieses. Um, I watched over my last like six weeks or whatever. So yes. well, since since the last podcast, when I went to Scotland, then I was like, you know, I want to watch this thing that. I haven't been able to watch. I saw the first episode last time we did the podcast. It was uh, Star Wars Visions. I've got it on Disney Plus. Because I because I wanted to uh, remind myself of the episodes that there are. So they're like 15, 20 minutes long each, which is good. And obviously got credits and stuff like that, so it's always a little bit less. Um, but yeah, I spoke about the duel uh, in the fir- the first episode when we watched it. Um, but then there's obviously I'll just go through them and then uh, Tatooine Rhapsody yes Will I'm sorry there is an episode where it's on Tatooine but it's got nothing to do with Jedi's Luke that's the right and then there's Twins Village Bride Ninth Jedi uh, T.O.B. One The Elder Lopin Ocho and Akakiri anyway um, I'll tell you what Akakiri none of this has anything to do with the Skywalkers Bloody hell, have you None of it. it. Well done, Disney. Yeah. None of it. It's completely original stories, all completely different from each other. It's an anthology, and I'm not giving away some sort of spoilers to another show that is an anthology or whatever, but that one ends up sort of culminating into something. This, nothing. It doesn't culminate it's into... It's just a bunch of little stories. A bunch of little stories. It doesn't culminate into this massive, like epic battle at the end where all of the characters end up finding each other from some prophecy or fate driven thing but like it's all individual and it's all really good stuff 
Um, there's obviously a couple episodes where I was like, yeah, that was fine. Yeah, that was fine. Um, but all in all, there were some episodes, I think more particularly The Village Bride, The Ninth Jedi, um, The Elder was a really good one. Um, and they're all like individual, um, uh, Lopan Ocho as well was a really good episode. Um, and they're, they're all individual animation styles as well. Yes. They're all slightly because, different. Because, one. um, it's all anime-esque, yeah, but it's all... The one with the, the cybernetic boy, uh, T.O.B. one, um, that was a, com- like, it initially, it sort of took me aback. I was like, oh my God, this is like completely different animated style. Um, but I would definitely recommend, uh, watching this stuff. Um, I might have to. They're only fifteen minutes long. Yeah, so might, very, very bingeable. Start, I might start binge. Well, might start binging them tonight. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Over some but, it, but it's good. Like you know, I, I mentioned in the first one, it had like one of the lightsabers turned into a bloody helicopter. It's completely outrageous. And I'd say the <laughs> most outrageous one is probably the twins, which definitely goes like over the top with like lightsabers and shit. And you're like, wow, okay, this is. Yep, you went there. This is completely over the top imagination off the rails but it's yeah. yeah it's fine it's it's anime dude it's it's good stuff um but i think i've been getting, I, I've been getting into a lot of anime recently i think you will really like i think especially the village bride um and they got like their own like ideas and i think one of the problems that you keep on saying with star wars is like to do with the lightsabers and how you use them and stuff like that and like they're overused there's a lot of i think especially that one that i said the um the the village bride it's there's there is a lightsaber in it spoilers whatever but what they do with it and effectively how much they show of it barely any which is like good i think my yeah it's characters first rather than swishy swishy lightsabers that's good i like stuff yeah I think my problem with like lightsabers in star wars that i mention every time we bring up any of the new movies is like the more you show something, the less special it becomes. Yeah. That's just a fact. Like, you can look and at so many different examples. And because it's sort of like, it's it's developed by a, a, an anime studio, um, it's very, like, Japanese samurai vibes as well. That's so, cool. like, it, down to the core of what I think Star Wars was based off, um, with the whole, like, samurai knights and culture of that stuff. Um, there's, it, yeah, there's a lot of dis- different inspirations for yeah. the Jedi. Um, yeah. And there's different ways they've gone with the sword fighting in different yeah yeah I'll, I'll definitely and I like the fact that at least they they, they themed it in this film. and it, really cool. they, there's a lot of stuff to do with like family heritage and like what it means to be a Jedi and stuff like that which is it's really good stuff. Um, I also um, I like the 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 lightsaber thing is interesting because it it kind of it's kind of the same as there's an interesting intriguing balance that comes with this kind of links to a, some, something i was talking about the other day about nostalgia in um and the use of nostalgia yeah. and nostalgia i remember this stuff i like there is such a delicate balance to it and i'm not claiming to be an expert i'm not i really am not i'm as far as a storyteller myself i'm still working out what kind of ways i want to express that in different mm. art forms i know one of those is through the story i tell when i eventually sit down and dm a homebrew game yeah. of D&D beyond that I don't know I've still got to figure things out and, and evolve as a you know a storyteller in different ways whatever way that is but there's a delicate balance you strike with what you reveal and what you don't reveal in a story Yeah, and I think you need to hit some sort of equilibrium because 
answers are good and you can give the audience a lot of answers and whatever audience and whatever medium that you're telling that story and you can give them a lot of answers about things that's fine but you've got to leave some things up to like uh, the star wars tr original trilogy leaves a lot to question about what jedis are and the legacy of them and, and stuff. part of that yeah, is yeah, because yeah. of the setting of it yeah. yeah absolutely but it's also partly done because that's the big gun that they have it's the big cannon at the end of the the films you know it's like mm. this is a lost art and things but that that mystery is good because it makes the subject of jedis more interesting yeah Subtle. as soon as you start to shift the balance between the mystery and what's revealed yeah and there's less and less mystery about things i'm not saying that the worst story like let's just use the clone it's less, it's less interesting to you yeah i guess well, not not even necessarily so. Like the Clone Wars is a great series, and there's God knows how many lightsaber fights in that, and God knows how much, how many Jedi's in that. There's so many I can't even count them. Like <laughs> there's so many great stories in in those shows, and and they are high action and they reveal a lot, and it and it goes into a lot of lore about the Jedi and stuff. And they but they find mystery in other ways. Yeah. But it, you know if the main thing that you're trying to you know talk about is shrouded in mystery a little bit then it makes your story more compelling yep uh, that's stuff. something that i definitely think and yeah but i will watch these yeah nice I, d I definitely would yeah i can blitz through them what is it like two hours in total something like that yeah um it's a couple of evenings worth of binging yeah two and a half hours easily bingeable there's another show i watched um which has taken the world by storm uh it's the has highest, a little bit hasn't it it's it's the highest watched or viewed uh, Netflix show original series ever yeah yeah ever um, called Squid Game um, do you know what well, do you know what the concept is, is of this show I know that this is a Korean TV show yep uh, and it's like a uh, kind of a, almost like a Saw style you play the game or you die mm -hmm. escape thing yeah that's about all I know that's all about what you know and, and okay. there's a bunch of characters um, and, and all... they're all in a prison with a load of stacked beds that looks really strange okay um, kind of right, kind of wrong. You're, you're like ninety percent right. I'll, I'll I'll say like the brief, like the, the sort of the main thing before the meet and gritty Give me the stuff. Lowdown. The lowdown. Okay, so you follow a couple. Of, I'm I'm not going to get any of their names right, so I'm not going to attempt. But you, you, the main guy, you follow him, and he's a bit of a piece of shit. He, he treats people not right, and he's a gambler. He's in a lot of debt. He owes people, bad people, and. He, he's not a really good dad. He uh, and he comes across an opportunity where someone comes up to him in a in a train station and he's like, "Hey, play this kids game with me." Uh, and it's it's this um, Japanese, uh, not Korean, it, or like Asia. I'm I'm pretty sure like the Asian culture has this as a game. It's like you have this like um, uh, this like card envelope thing on the floor, and you've got another one, and you have to throw it at the thing at the floor, and you have to try and flip it on its on its back and if you do that you win um and he basically says all right because we're gonna have like a little bit of stakes here um you flip my card i give you ten thousand one, which i'm not sure that is in british currency or whatever i don't think it's a lot but it's in it's enough for them um or it's probably closer now because of brexit probably um so, so flip the card and if you if you flip it, I give you a 10,001. And if I flip yours, you would give me 10,001 or something like that. Um, and then you flip it around. Things go a bit pear-shaped. 
Um, I think he uh, again. I'll say this a little bit spoiler. If if you end up flipping, he uh, the the other option is either you give me ten thousand one or I get to slap you. So a little bit of punishment physically or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. I'll take the slaps. So he keeps on getting slapped or whatever. And he's like, right, you can make a lot of money doing kids games. So uh, call me. Things go really bad. He ends up calling them, and then yeah, he gets involved in this game. Um, it's not a, it's not shown on TV or anything like that, but it's this it's this participation where like a bunch of people get involved, and it's kids games, red light, green light, other games. Again, I won't go into the specifics of what games these are, but if you the the twist is kids games, and if you lose, you die. <laughs> Simple stuff. It's a bit extreme. Yeah, it's a bit of a jump. Yeah, and my god is this good <laughs> i watched the whole thing in the last like two days it's nine episodes about an hour each and god it's it's it it broke me man <laughs> i was not okay at the end <laughs> uh, i won't get into specifics but episode six is definitely the uh the tearjerker that's where everything kicks off it's it tearjerker it's not it's not so kicks things off nine nine yeah so so you nine, you, you nine, get crazy nine. and there's a subtle genius behind some of the uh, I think one specific episode title I won't tell you which one and what it involves but like one of the episodes titles you end up watching the episode and you're like oh my god that's genius Green, genius wording of that one or naming of that one and yeah each individual character is you know you get to know their backstories and. The story of the show is basically like what, me, what is the cost of life and how much oh, money? Bit deep. Oh, yeah, geez. yeah, yeah. You, you, like the the idea of like how how much is a life worth and is it worth it? Even though it's an extortionate amount of money involved, whether it's better to go back into the real world, depending on who you owe, how much you owe money and like all be killed in the game all get killed like is it worth it like is it worth the risk is it better to die like there's so many moral questions man it's a and very it's philosophical show holy shit yeah and yeah and then like you know this friends become enemies and you're sort of like you get to know who people really are and how desperate people can get to depending on like i say how much you owe to someone and like how much shit you're in and yeah it's and there's a, there's a twist at the end which i'm like fuck that's yeah that's oh god it makes you think it really makes you think but yeah squid game would definitely recommend that's my i definitely will have to watch it it's on the list yeah get around to it of the point. of the massive list that you have I'll get around to it at some point yeah i i was, I was just I'll thinking to my list on i was just um, thinking yeah i'd give my like sort of mini review on that show here because i know we've got loads of stuff that we want to talk to every, uh, we, every we can week. circle back to it once i've watched it yeah and we can do a, yeah, a little yeah. bit more of a spoiler review um but yeah it's good it's really good squid games probably one of the best shows that i've seen this year like even better like loki and you had one more show that you wanted to talk about uh no i think it was it was just Squid game and visions but now we will if you're right, we'll talk about Venom. Venom, Venom. Venom. I'm going to do it every time. Yeah. I just can't help it. Good on you, Eminem. Great song. Is it? Is it a good song? Interestingly enough, I think this song represents the movie quite well. What a mess. 
Yeah. <laughs> mess. Yeah, it doesn't really know what it is. No, that, that's what I said to that's you. That's our review. That's Thanks I've, for coming, everybody. That's what I thought, right. Okay, so we'll get on to it. Uh, for those that are watching on Twitter, uh, not on Twitter, Twitch. Um, well, we're not doing spoilers yet. So we're talking about, I mean, should we, do we just go straight to spoilers? It's been out for like three years. Who fucking cares? So let's do just a quick overlaps. Um, Fuck it, spoilers, whatever. He's put it up. Okay, it's I was going to do a quick... I mean, all right, okay, fine. No, don't oh, worry. It, uh, I don't keep flashing it up. What are you doing? <laughs> You're going to confuse people. So Venom. Venom story. is a character from the Spider-Man comics. Most yep. well known from the Spider-Man yep. comics. And it's completely individual of the MCU because Spider-Man is owned by Sony, the movie rights especially. <clears throat> individual. Mm. Um, yeah, so... And this was a film that was begged... Begged? Oh, God. There was, this, is, this film was begged by lots of fans because of the misuse of the character in Spider-Man 3. They were like, we need a proper Venom. And this is what we got. Yeah, they were like, we want Venom. Venom's a cool character. And I would say that Venom is one of the best characters of the Spider-Man. There's so many great characters. It's in one of the most iconic, definitely. But it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of evil. It's always been viewed as an evil Spider-Man, although he is much more than that. Yeah, um, definitely. So much more than that. Um, he is a symbiote from space. Symbiote or symbiote? Oh my god! Symbiote, because I'm English. I thought uh, it was symbiote. I don't, I don't care. I don't <laughs> fucking care. It's, I don't care. Any more than just squash um, for this drink? He's not real. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he's created by a uh, Lord um, Null. Null. There's a bit of law for you. You didn't know this. Oh didn't fuck! You? Uh, what was the what's their home planet called? I think it's literally just called. Oh, it's no, called like race is called something. Uh, Clintar or something. Clintar. Clintar. Yeah, something like that. Clintar race. Yeah, that's our extended um, knowledge of their race and home planet. But anyway, they, they all worship this god called Null. Yeah. And he's Sweet. the king of symbiotes. He created everything. Yeah. He's a symbiote himself, although he's got more of a physical form than the others have. Nice. Um, and I guess the idea of them, as it's explained in the movie a little bit as well, at the kind of throughout, is that they're they're kind of jettisoned off to eliminate life. Yeah. Because just because I can, that's better. Th- well, yeah, actually, well, if you think about it, ending the human race isn't necessarily a bad idea because <laughs> I mean, the planet would thrive. We bloody Thanos uh, was right, I mean, maybe we're the parasite. Anyway, um, don't call me a parasite, <coughs> right? Yeah, so, um, yeah, this, this, um. Now you can put the spoilers on. Yeah, we're, we're talking about spoilers. Fuck it, whatever. So, uh, wait, right. So, we're saying that this film is an absolute mess. Like, there's enjoyment in it. It's fine. I think it's a well-made movie. Is it though? <laughs> is it though? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's produced well. Yeah. In As in, not necessarily by the producers. But I, I'm, try- I, I'm debating whether to go, like, bad stuff first and then good stuff second. It's I, got... I'm, I'm debating what, whether I should go about this because there's some things that I like, but also there's just a load of things that I'm just like, I need to talk about. <laughs> the good things are the visuals are good. Yeah. All of the stuff with like it's all right. Venom as like a, an entity is really awesome. Yeah. Or like the globby, gooby shit that they yeah. are when they're not um, attached to a host. That's yeah, fine. Cool. That's cool. I love the designs of all the characters. Yeah. Um, I think Tom Hardy's good in it. I like Tom Hardy. As I tell in, you what I like. Ev- in everything that he I tell you what, another thing that I like about Tom Hardy is that he looks like shit in this film. <laughs> like, honestly, he's in a tracksuit, he's in a jumper, he's sweating. He, he, looks, by the way. he looks miserable. He's not having a good time, and he never does. <laughs> he, 
he he looks poor, poor he looks poor like shit throughout this entire film and it's like wow we haven't got like a protagonist of a film that is like oh god got my makeup and he looks perfect and he's like doing a superhero landing he looks elegant and he looks fantastic and he's not a cut and bruise like no eddie looks like shit and he's having measure he's like he's just gone on a 12-day bender and he's just come out of the end of it that's exactly he's... what i was thinking it's a 12-day <laughs> bender look um yeah for the whole movie 100 percent. um so what's the story about story is about right oh god um so there's there's, there's a spaceship that crash lands with a bunch of symbiotes in. Some of them escape, some of them don't. They go into evil businessman that has motives of being evil and businessman. Um, Elon that's, Musk. That's evil Elon Musk. That's the extent of his motives. Evil um, Musk. And then there's Eddie. He's engaged. He's a successful reporter. Yeah. Bit with of a the fringe, Eddie Brock show. Rebellious reporter yeah. kind of asked the wrong He's got questions. a reputation. Uh, and then he does he some bad... around probably where he shouldn't. Yeah. And then he does some bad shit. He doesn't get engaged anymore. He gets broken out of his girlfriend. Then he finds Venom. And then they have a film together. Buddy Cop. There we go. Um, so the why, why we say this film is an absolute fucking mess... It's because it doesn't know what film it is. It doesn't know whether it, it, wants, know to it be, wants to be. It? it doesn't know whether it wants to be the sci-fi exploration film. It doesn't know if it wants to be this like grounded, businessy, a businessy sort of like uh, enterprise sort of thing about like Elon Musk and doing his business and whatever. It doesn't know whether it wants to be a horror film and then it wants to be a buddy cop comedy movie. Yeah. It's like you've got four no, fucking... Right, actually, from a business angle, because it, yeah. it tries to kind of be a social commentary movie for a bit as yeah. well, and, but never really commits. And it's just... The first... I tell you what, it's not until like bloody Venom and Eddie meet where this film is fucking boring, in my opinion. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. so bored. <laughs> I... I think I went into it expecting a terrible movie, so I mm. I kind of was like, I, this is not going to be great, but I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to yeah. try and enjoy it, and I did. You want to know something cool, though? What's that? At the start of the film, where you see that spaceship landing, crash landing onto Earth and whatever, the pilot is J. Jonah Jameson's son, so he dies. <laughs> great, okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's it. J.J. and Jameson's son dies, I think, maybe, probably. I don't know. Um, I tell you what, like, all of, all Why of is the... that a detail? I don't know, because lore, I guess. World building, characters, because he's an astronaut in the comics, so therefore, oh, astronaut, J.J. and Jameson's son. Oh, but we don't want to have to have him as a character. Oh, just kill him off. Fine. Yeah, just kill him off. Who cares? People like J.J. and Jameson more. Um, so, like, I'd say, like, the actors involved are great. Michelle Williams... You know, like we said, Tom Hardy is great. Uh, Riz Ahmed is a Riz great Ahmed. actor, but I think he's he, a bit boring. Unfortunately, in this. he's no character at all. Riz Ahmed puts on a good performance in this movie, mm. but his character is be the evil guy. I'm bad because bad. I'm bad because bad. Yeah, because it's kind of that kind of level of writing. It's like I'm I'm gonna fuse symbiotes with people because. I have absolutely no moral compass whatsoever. Yeah, and because I have no I'm reason for doing this. I'm just uh, money and exploring. Money and pushing yeah. human science, but it's not even necessarily yeah. about that because he's not really involved in the um, science. You're not, I find he really just has funny. this obsession with infusing humans with stuff, which is weird. I find it really funny also because there's so many scenes where I'm just so confused and just laughing but like, unintentionally. 
Um, because there's a moment earlier on where you see Riz Ahmed or evil Elon Musk. And he's Elon got Musk. Evelon Musk. Evelon Musk. Um, he's got a bunch of kids around him. And then he's like giving this like sort of fucking tour or whatever it is about a building. Who the fuck wants to send kids on a tour around a building? Like, yeah, those kids. Cares? Those kids were paying him a lot of attention. That would not be happening. Oh my I don't God. know if anybody went on a school trip to a museum, <sighs> but that's Jesus not how that Christ. Um, but yeah, no. There's this one moment where the little kid puts her hand up, and then like all the other kids tell her like shush. It's like that doesn't happen, does it? Like, oh, screw you, little kid, for asking a question. No, because they Fuck needed me. to establish some character for him. So they're like, well, for him. We oh, do? no, we could. Okay, well, we can make it look like he sympathizes with her because nobody gave him the time of day when he was a kid. But do you know what's even more funnier after that? What? Is that he still doesn't let her ask a question. Yeah. He walks away. <laughs> he just fucks off. He finds some he's excuse. Like, he's like, well, we, should, we shouldn't be silenced because cause it's the people that do ask the questions that make a change. However, go fuck yourself. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the hands of this person. Yeah, he still I'm, doesn't answer a question. Like, ask a question at the end of it. So it's people. it's kind of just what? Okay. And then, okay. Now let's get on to Venom and Venom. Eddie Brock. Venom. Venom. Um, cool. Gets a goopy shit, and that's when it turns into like a horror, like a briefly for like thirty seconds. I was great. I was loving horror, it. Horror film. I was like, oh, this is great. I was like, great. But also, there's a little problem. It's like. Eddie's such an idiot. He's <laughs> such an idiot. He's... he's such an idiot because he's a. He sees his friend who's the homeless woman and she's like just sort of banging on the glass and he's like, oh my God, help me. And he's like, I don't know what to do. Then proceeds to press every single button on this thing. It's like, that's, do you know what you're doing, mate? Why, Why are you pressing what, all the what buttons? What I find really strange about the performance, because there is something strange about the performance of, of, of Tom Hardy as Eddie. Yeah is that he starts off, he's framed as a character to begin with, as a successful reporter. And he's pretty all together. He's pretty well together. <laughs> he's he rides, just a mess. He's pretty cool. He wears a leather jacket, rides a motorcycle, he encourages those around him to be better, yeah. you know, and to, to strive for their goals and things. He lifts everybody up. In a, but in, like, not in a, like, direct cheerleader way. It's kind of like a cool way, like, come on, man, yeah, man, yeah. you can do it. And then he's got Laid a back. great girlfriend yeah. and things, and everything's going life, swimmingly well. Life, life falls apart after that. As yeah. soon as he gets the Venom symbiote, he turns into paranoid. doing an impression of a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, which, which is probably what it is. <laughs> which is, to be fair, like it's not it's not too far of a jump. Like yeah. you would, you're, it would alter your character a lot to know that you, you have know this what? thing inside you. Actually, but it feels, especially in this movie, it feels like, and maybe that's because the tone of the movie shifts alongside the character. The switch. tone of this movie is all over the place, mate. And maybe it's... that's what does it. Is it goes from being kind of serious about the fact that he's a reporter, and yeah. now we're in a horror movie, and then we're just in a body cop movie, yeah. and therefore the movie changes from being fun. serious to being <clears throat> jokey and yeah. silly, and kind of yeah. puts a lot of slapstick comedy over the top and dumb, and yeah, yeah. And so, I tell you what, this has actually got me thinking. You know, in um monster movies horror movies and stuff like that like so let's say the example later on in the film where um the girl i've, I've literally forgot her name what's the girl's name the woman's name michelle williams's character what's her name i fucking forgot um well basically she sees annie, annie. she sees venom about to bite the guy's head off and it's such a generic reaction on a lot of films when they're like 
oh my god, what is that? And they just sort of like back up slightly. It's like, no, you'd be screaming your fucking head off and you'd be running for the door, mate. You'd be running. Yeah. The only sane person in this film is actually Tom Hardy. Also, can we talk about how people just arrive in places in this movie? Oh, yeah. People just like, Annie arrives and she just happens to be able to walk straight into this building. Yeah. Despite the fact that it should be surrounded by the National Guard, by the looks of it. <laughs> because everyone, cause the whole fucking military has turned yeah. up with guns. Yeah, but yet I, nobody's watching the front door. Like, yeah. And then, no, but, but, like, and it gets worse later in the movie towards the end sequence. When she where just appears. Where we the... jump cut about five locations yeah. in the space of five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'd say, like I was saying, the only How person... How did you know Eddie was in that forest? I don't fucking know. Maybe Venom heard something. I don't know. No, Venom wouldn't be able to because he's not connected to him. No, yeah. I... I... I mean, but it's shown that he can sense Venom can sense things, but like mm. not that far away, surely. I don't know. That's ridiculous. But, um, the only sane person in this and who would re- who is reacting how a normal person would react is probably Eddie Brock. He's like got this goopy stuff inside him. He's hearing voices and he's just losing it. And everyone else is like, "Oh no, Eddie! Oh my God, there's Venom!" Ah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they're just. I don't know the the reactions of some of the characters are just so unbelievable. Yeah, and yeah, like I get like the whole fight or flight sort of thing, and some people would freeze in the scenario, but like it's I don't know. Like I say, it's so generic. Like you see it in every single horror film where like they see a big monster, and it's like run, 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 run. Why aren't you running? Run. Okay, now you've fallen over a nothing. Run, <laughs> like yeah, sort of thing. Just, like like <laughs> to be, like the soldiers in that scene where they all turn oh, up at God. the thing. And, and he's in the building after delivering the evidence to his boss. Um, also, there's a really funny scene with the elevator where Eddie takes the elevator and Venom's just like, Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they're, they're like, oh God, this guy just literally grew three sizes and grabbed be- my friend became and then beat this the shit out of everyone else. void of weird goop stuff that has large teeth and large eyes and a big tongue waving yeah. around. And it's like, I'm just going to stand here. Yeah. Sweet. I'm not going to run. Yeah. Fuck this. I'd be running for the fucking hills. Also, like, I want there well, to be I some... Sign up for I, want there, I want there to be some sort of smart people in films as well, like, especially soldiers. It's like, huh, bullets aren't working. Let's fire more bullets at it. We do get a smart person in this movie. Yeah. There's that guy later on in the movie as the launch sequence is going who's trying to type in the emergency abort codes against yeah. his boss's will. Yeah. Well, and then, he, and then he gets killed. And then he gets stabbed. And then he gets stabbed for that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of over the top, isn't it? Hang on. Um, was another thing that really happens. Oh yeah, going back to that scene with all the police officers and Michelle Williams comes up and the funniest slash one of the worst line deliveries I've ever seen in any film ever is when she says hospital now. I was creasing. Hospital. Hospital. No. (laughs) Script is kind of a bit strange. Oh, script is not good in this. I don't know. It's, I'm not saying I'd do any better, but like I, I can, I'd like to think that I can determine what is a good and bad it's very there's a lot of it's basic so, writing in this yeah. movie it, it, it doesn't also like what is our uh, venom's move is like oh you are a loser like me I'm like fuck me that is just so you're telling me that the venom <sighs> jesus is, uh, that venom up there is a loser yeah yeah his which which 100. poses all sorts of interesting questions that we would like to ask like yeah. What is the society like on this symbiote planet? I don't know. Well, I mean, does, Riot does, was apparently it, the... Is Venom also a struggling um, reporter? Who, yeah, 100%, yeah. Who, Had a, who was, works, lives, down, lives downtown, yeah. has to get the metro every yeah. day. The was center. engaged and then got... Was engaged yeah, to got, another got lovely lady symbiote. Or, yeah. or uh, it doesn't have to be a lady symbiote, another yeah. symbiote. And maybe he lost his job. 
So he's feeling a bit down on himself. Is Venom a boy or a girl? I don't know. Does he even have a gender? Like, does it I apologise, Venom. They uh, are... Sorry. I, Venom they. are... It's just so, like... Venom doesn't have a gender. Speaking of Lady Venom, that was hot, wasn't it? <laughs> I love how you couldn't get through that <laughs> without cracking up. That was great. Um, God. There's... Also, can we just say, like, it said earlier in the movie that it's very rare to find a perfect match. That's convenient. That but, there's yeah, a lot of them. Venom seems to be able to jump into anybody and mm. make it work. Well, I guess it's over time, like a permanent host. If you're just jumping from a dog yeah, to... We saw what happened with the, uh, the the people in the lab when they tried to fuse. They died straight away. Yeah. Their organs failed. Yeah. So, like, like, bear in mind that Eddie is on the other side of town at this point. Yeah. Venom jumps onto, you know, Hopper Ride. A dog. And manages to get across town in time. Yeah. And not kill... You know what I think Alex. it is? Um, you know what I think it is? I think it's purely because... Not kill Annie, and, but yet... I think That's it's so weird. I think it's because it's not necessarily um, whether it's like you know I think they described it it's like a donor like you need to have like sort of perfect match. I don't think it's because of that. I think it's because when the symbiote attaches itself to someone, it's basically eating their organs. Yeah. Because it's not thinking. The symbiote is kind of dumb and just being like, oh, let me just eat this host, and then once I'm done, oh shit, where do I go to next? Instead of like you know they, being what venom does yeah, and they, just like. I'm not going to eat the insides of this dog because I need to get from A to B. Yeah. And I think that's why... Okay, this is like... This is why uh, Riot ends up going from wherever he crash lands to to uh, Drake, the evil Elon Musk, for so long is because he's like, well, I, I need this, this, this ship to take me to this place. Yeah, so I'm also, not, not going to kill it instantly. Can we point out that Riot is the main villain in this? And, and all he does for half, over half the movie, is just walk all the way from wherever he is to San Francisco. Yeah, and in six months. In six months. I'm time. pretty sure I read somewhere that it's not a distance that is that long. You could have gone to in like a couple of days. Yeah, so a couple fact, of flights. Yeah, so the fact that it takes like six months for him to do this, it's kind of stupid. But hey, whatever, we're not... Uh, you think he'd be amassing more of a plan yeah. than that. He's the leader, apparently, in his planet. He's the leader. He's the leader. I guess... He's got shit you would never see. Uh, Fuck. Jesus Christ. I guess the <sighs> idea is that it's... I Like, I get the impression that they were kind of going for the idea of, like, Venom is part of a crack team of symbiotes that were sent to yeah. do a job. Kind of like an astronaut group who were on a rock in space. <laughs> and, like, then... I guess Riot is the leader of that group. Yeah. But then again, why does he want to, like, why is there not a closer relationship? And well, what happened to the other symbiotes, yeah. you know? And what, Maybe like, they weren't taken, I don't know. Because there's only, like, four of them or something like that, wasn't it? I and then two of them died. One of them two, died. Two of them dies. Two of them dies. Um, yeah, it's such a movie, isn't it? It's. Also, let's just talk about motivations as well. Sorry, but it's like the evil guy, evil Riot, is like, I want to go up back to space to grab all my friends and come back and just eat everyone. Sweet. Great motivation. Yeah, cleanse the planet, effectively. Yeah. Which would make sense if it was like a calling from their god. Maybe. The one they worship to be like... Yeah. That's, and that's why I kind of make the link in my head that maybe they have the idea that it's the purpose of the symbiotes to go out and just, like, cleanse places for whatever... Yeah like weirdly justifiable reason that 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 their god thinks that, that or null or whatever yeah. the reason i was looking at null by the way is that he was a really interesting character 
and put him in D and D. Well, I was doing character <laughs> yeah, research yeah. for him because I went on a little bit of a tangent the other day. Yeah, yeah. And also, I didn't know. I did a little bit of research because I didn't know much about the symbiotes. In I just knew that Venom was like slightly evil Spider-Man. But yeah, yeah. But it's like there's loads evil. of symbiotes. There's like anti-Venom. There's like Riot, there's obviously. Like, there's Carnage, there's Carnage. Obviously. Carnage was just coming out in the second film, which is out yesterday. Is that on the fifteenth? So we might do that next week or something. Mm. Um, yeah, like the Venom's motivations in this film also is kind of weird because it's like, oh, I'm gonna do you know like eat everyone and do what I think, and I don't think it's not until he like goes up a little tall tower and he looks at it and says like, ah, oh, it's kind of pretty. Anyway, that's gonna like those I like, like I like the idea that they're going for, but it's not believable. No way. It's, no. it's again, it's in such a short space of time where you're just and like not enough. I've spent my entire life on this mission with Riot, my good old buddies, and I'm going to this planet. We're going to do our thing, and then like my, that entire ideology and motivations is switched in like ten seconds because ah, oh, it looks pretty. All right, yeah. oh, it's just a bit. I think they try and I think they try and set up more a little bit later down the yeah. line, but I, like I agree, it, it doesn't work. I guess I can see what they're trying to do, yeah. but like I think they just focus on way too much of the uh, crap. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Also, there's it's... really and there's another really interesting tonal shift. Like the 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 the, the, the climax happens where everybody seems to just show up in the right place. Yeah. It's like oh, and and you know Annie's back. How did hang on a minute? How did, she, she how did she get across town yeah. from wherever they were? I suppose in they were forest. outside the facilities. Yeah, in a forest like, or something. How did she know the exact way to this tower? Yeah. How did she know to ab- start to abort the launch sequence yeah. except from like just pulling levers? And then it's like, okay. You know, a funny thing. Also? And then there's a tonal jump. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At the end of the movie, where you go to a sunny street in San Francisco and they're now just having go coffee go on go the steps. It's fun, isn't it? It's like, and a it's time like a rom com. Yeah. Talk about rom coms. The bit with the lobsters. That was fucking hilarious. Tell you what, that was pretty funny. I don't know if it was meant to be intentionally funny, but again, it's, I guess it's just Eddie, uh, Tom Hardy's performance, just like grabbing meat everywhere and just saying, this one's dead. He's like losing his mind and he just jumps into the lobster tank. And it's like, this is, you know, this is entertainment right here. This is good stuff. I think the performance and like the whole split personality thing, you know. Yeah, because it's Tom Hardy voice and Venom as well. He's yeah, like, he's, he's, he's doing was, both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I find it really funny that also I'm I'm jumping all over players. I don't really give a shit. Um, the bit when he's on the bike, you know, it's just some really good stunts there yeah. uh, in the driving around. Oh, the stunt work, the, the, the stunt work, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like you're you're okay. So um, you're evil Elon Musk. You've got enough money to uh, fly a ship in space. And you're, have a bunch you're a genius, yeah. But the drones literally kamikaze everywhere. You can't just give them a little gun each or something why are they blowing everything up and killing everyone on the street i just find that really weird i find it really funny actually yeah let's just get this couple thousand dollar like, drone and just the, l- fly uh, them into this is the kind of regular shit you're fucking yeah. <laughs> like the star lab like, also, like, <laughs> produces like what the like genuinely like or the Life Foundation how have, or how have you how have stayed you not been shut down by the government yeah how have you stayed this subtle before <laughs> if someone crosses your path and you send drones and you just like kamikaze them into their houses how have you not been caught before if you're just going around following this guy on a motorbike oh, my pun, I'm very yeah. tired that's fine um, 
Um, <laughs> but no, I get what you I mean. It's like it's so it's like, funny. How many people have you killed by crashing drones in the last five exactly. years? Exactly. You can't get away with that. Yeah, exactly. That's genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Attempted genocide, man. Um, and I guess uh, I don't know. It's I don't know how else I would change it, but like the ending is it's fine. I think this movie would be a lot better if it just focused on one of the things it's trying to be. Venom. You know what? If yeah. it was just Venom as a buddy cop movie, it'd, with be, Eddie, great. it'd be great. Fine. Yeah, yeah that's you don't still fine. even have to go full ham comedy with it. Yeah. Because they don't. They kind of just make it seem like it's a bit. I've, weird. I've heard. I've heard. Let there be carnage really focuses on just like this sort of, like a relationship style movie. I've heard a lot of people say that it is. It is like a romantic comedy, like between Eddie and. Uh, Venom in the next movie which I'm like you know what fair enough that sounds better at least it's more focused Um, but also like okay last little problem you know we've mentioned loads of time before so it's like the ending battle yeah you have Venom a dark black splodge of a character at night time versus another dark coloured villain and they're Riot is like grey slash blue. He's like dark silver. Yeah. And whatever. But like the final battle is just both of them. <laughs> as if you've got two toys yeah. and you're slamming them together. Over the top with the CGI. With the, the CGI. Like, and like and like I say, it's at night time. So you're watching it and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Why was Where there's, is... There's this, there's this cool moment where the two symbiotes collide. And then you have like them pull away in like this they're having a fight around the two yeah. ghosts who are then like kind of floating and suspended in the middle that was quite cool yeah but like but also the some of the camera cuts in these fight <sighs> scenes so weird it's, just, well, it's worse than that bohemian rhapsody scene where, where it's just like <laughs> it cuts every other sentence yeah, yeah every yeah. other punch and like and beat yeah. that's th- thrown it's like cutting to a different angle and some of them are random some yeah. of like a, a upwards angle from underneath where mm. it's like didn't need to see this from this angle. No, but absolutely not. Thank you for giving us it. it. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, like, if Riot was probably a different color, like maybe yellow. I have to say, fucking whatever. I mate. I didn't think that the I, the color difference wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought it was going to be worse. I thought it was just kind of just a mess. Yeah, I it think was... it, I think in that like HD in some lighting it was good, but you're right. As soon as they go outside, it's like, what's the point? Yeah, if it's dark. And also, like, you've got a really interesting like idea here where you have like voices in people's heads where the mm. symbiote is yeah then make riot a different personality yeah not just i'm evil for another evil sake yeah, yeah. or do something really interesting with it and make them like adjacent make each symbiote adjacent to a, like a the seven deadly sins or a different yeah. emotion yeah, yeah yeah they're people too they can have emotions yeah. like venom is like i don't know gel- a loser. jealousy He's a loser. Yeah, because jealousy is the lo- like makes you a loser. That right? that's actually that actually be a really good one because like jealousy is like a main factor of why Venom and Eddie get together. Yeah. Like, in the Spider-Man comics, like Spider-Man rejects Venom, and, and Eddie then, Brock loses his job yeah. and is like jealous of Peter Parker and hates him, and they come together and they form that thing. I guess that's another really big thing of just sort of, I don't know, Venom. Like ugh, you need to. For me, as a fan, like you need to, it's this, it's why I'd probably think maybe Spider Man Three is maybe character wise better than this film. Okay, looks of everything. Like I don't think Topher Grace was looked menacing at all. 
as Eddie. Like, whereas Tom Hardy does. He's like, I think, like, Tom Hardy's really great as Eddie. And, like, the physicality of Venom in this film is so much better. But, like, I understood the motivations of Eddie Brock in Spider-Man 3. I understood the motivations of why Venom would attach itself to him. And, yeah, it, it's more personal in Spider-Man 3. It's so much more character. And this it's, is just... It's, it's, a, it's because your homeless friend who unfortunately got sucked killed. into the trials yeah. of the evil guy did have Venom as a thing and then leaped at you and then Venom, like, jumped on yeah. you and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a um, coincidence. I guess another... Th- yeah, so Why it's I like... you the need, they you were need... going to go, which I thought would have been better, is that, like, Eddie gets to a point where he's so down on his luck... Yeah. ...that, like, a Squidge Games thing's happen where someone comes up and goes, do you want to make some money? Yeah. And then he gets inducted into the tests. I, okay. But... that would that, That's a thing also. It's... Eddie does not gain anything from being with Venom. That's true, he doesn't. At the end of the film, he still... D- without his girlfriend he's still living in a shitty department he's still dealing with everyone it's like he hasn't gained anything from at the start of the film where he's lost everything i mean yeah he's got venom but venom's making him eat people if anything is a worse things are he's worse, worse off now like, i ingest people on yeah venom good good for you during mate. my spare time so i yeah i don't like what what's he gained from this i don't understand Absolutely nothing. yeah um i guess right i tell you what Another thing that I think is sort of a uh, maybe hinders this movie is you have a big monster that loves to eat people, biting their heads off, and it's so tame. This film should have been like R rated, as they say in America, like you know, suicide, the Suicide Squad rated, like bloods, guts, and like blah, everywhere. It should have been hyper violent, in my opinion. Really should have been. Because, like I say, you see Venom bite a head off, and you're like, and was that it? That's very underwhelming. And there's another it's bit, like, like, and at the end as well, where he's like facing off with the guy in the store, yeah, the bully guy, and he's like, "You want to, you know, you want to do this? You're, you're not going to come back because otherwise I will come and find you." And yeah. And then he just eats him and yeah. just completely disappears, and there's no trace of the guy. Yeah, exactly. He just vanishes in thin air. Yeah. That's just mental. You know, I was expecting like a pan shot where it pans out and he shows like his face or something without. Yeah. A, you know, mangled on the floor blood everywhere yeah. but no but i think like again it, it all comes back to that main point of like it's an unfocused movie and it just needs yeah. a focus make it r-rated make it about eddie and brock and their relationship and just how the fuck they're dealing with each other i think that's what next movie is going to be more about yeah it's not r-rated as they say which i'm a bit worried about because you know you thought riot and venom were violent Carnage is the worst. Yeah, he's the murderer. He's the... a serial killer, for fuck's sake. So the fact that you haven't made a film... Like, I don't think it was Andy Serkis's choice to make a PG. I think it was just Sony being like, you need to make a kid-friendly, because Venom, the first one, made $800 million. So we need to have we, that we need, sort of market. We, we need, need money. We need to appeal to the Marvel audience still. Yeah. And so we can't Which do I'm just like, anything. come on, you're dealing with Venom, uh, with Carnage here. He's a serial killer, and he's a nasty piece of work. Go all out. Yeah, I don't know. Just... But I've heard the next one's better in the fact that yeah, it's more focused. You know what you're getting yourself into. Because, yeah, it's like... I wasn't really expecting this film. Well, actually, or was I? Because the first trailer to Venom was actually pretty good. It was quite dark-toned, and it did feel like it was going to be some sort of like horror what? film. Am I getting this wrong? Or was there like a switch of director halfway through this movie? I don't think so. 
I don't think so. Mm. No. Because it sometimes felt like it. A lot of those those tonal changes, it felt it, like yeah. somebody had come along and been like, I don't really understand necessarily what the, the previous director has done, so I'm just going to make what I'm going to make. Yeah. And I want to have them th- th- for them to have a nice little conversation on the steps. So we're going to do that. You know. Um, we've got thirty percent of Rotten Tomatoes, as if that means anything. Uh, that's, that's, not, that's not that good, thirty percent. No, but then again, Rotten Tomatoes you should never really yeah. listen to. Sixty-one percent for let Venom Let There Be Carnage. That's not bad, I guess. Again, Rotten Tomatoes you shouldn't really listen to it. So yeah, this the second one's significantly better. Also, <laughs> should we talk about the post credits? <laughs> Did you see them? Okay. As much as I love Woody then, Harrelson. Yeah, there's there's two. Well, right. The first one is obviously a post credit scene to do a Venom. Let there be carnage, um, because you see Woody Harrelson in with his, his red hair, with his horrendous wig. Which I I'm so glad they got rid of. It <laughs> yeah, the he's, he's still got some form of like red hair, but my god, that like that, that afro didn't make wig. Him look like the Joker. <laughs> or like, oh my god, like a clown. Um, but. Yeah, so there's that one, and it was such a cheesy line where he's like, there, there's going to be carnage. Get it? Because that's his character. Do you get it? Just poking your fucking eyes out. <laughs> but the, the, the other one was basically... It's like that meme. It's like... <laughs> that meme of like Peter Griffin in the cinema saying, like, he said the thing. Uh, yeah, he said the thing. Get it? <laughs> um... And the other one was uh, like before Into the Spider Verse came out, and they had a, a scene from that film. It was like, meanwhile, in another universe, and it was a scene oh, from okay. Into the Spider Verse. So it's then like I didn't miss anything. Cause you didn't miss anything. It's fine. I watched Into the Spider Verse, and it was a much better movie. Fucking than this. great um, film. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's such a such an amazing film. We've spoken about that, right? Yeah, we have. Pretty sure we have. I don't know. I'll double it, check. <laughs> or at least we have a few times in passing talking about other yeah, things. We haven't actually like fully gone into Maybe it. We haven't done a fully. It's fine. Um, I'd be, be able to watch it again. Yeah. I we shall. We shall do Venom. Let there be carnage. Let, let, let there be carnage because I'm interested to see what the sequel is going to be like. Yeah. It's only an hour and a half as well. This one was like two hours long, so it's like half an hour shorter. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad about that. I think it will be <laughs> better movie because of it. <laughs> it's like what is there to it though? It's just big red monster goes up against the black monster. I'd be interested to see how he gets the symbiote and whether it's still it's. I know, I know how he gets it. I know he gets it, and I know there's a couple like plot points when I'm like, oh, actually, this is like focused and actually has some sort of character development, which I'm like, you know what? Fine, fuck it, I'll watch that. That's cool. I just hope they do Carnage right. I do not, so we'll find out. Also, it's Andy Serkis doing Let There Be Carnage as well, which I'm like, I like you, and also it kind of makes sense because he's a visually incredible uh, actor and director do you think they so did, did you, did, are you well i mean he didn't work on the first one did he but do you think they use motion capture for the i think in parts in parts i think maybe. in parts no, obviously maybe not for all the big like we've got cgi in the trailer like, where like carnage just flies up in the air and stuff like yeah. probably not for that but no i think they the used it yeah for when they're like transforming into one another yeah definitely they use mocap and stuff um yeah, no, but I I like Andy Circus because he he knows what to do with like CGI, and I I've seen like one of his like YouTube videos when he you know I think it was like Variety or something like that. What one of those YouTube uh, videos that is like oh this director breaks down a scene from his th- this film, yeah, and he was talking about one scene in particular, and he was like we needed to get like the realism right about Venom 
and how he looks and like you know he focused a lot on like how the mouth moves with venom because yeah i was i was thinking about what he's saying in that video compared to watching this today um and he yeah he spoke about like how the lips move and yeah i i noticed it like, it doesn't really move that much when venom's talking um no, it's because his teeth are too big <laughs> yeah hello i'm venom i'm gonna eat your face off Sorry. Hello, Eddie. Hello, Eddie. Anyway, um, that's Venom. Um, anything else you want to say about it? Venom, Venom. Venom, Venom. Eminem, Venom. Yeah, and the song is exactly like the movie. It doesn't it's it's trying really, to be too many things. I tell you what was really good, actually, was the end credits. The credits of like how stylized it was, and they were cool. Oh, dear. <laughs> the credits were cool. My favourite part about this movie when it ended is... <laughs> Stylistically, when it's said, directed by this person and this star and this person, this person, this star, no, I thought it was really good. No, I know what you mean. The visuals were very cool. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like a, raw, a Rorschach painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was moving. Yeah. yeah, it was really very cool. interesting. Um, it was also, the music was by, I'm so glad I remember this. Um, the music was done by Ludwig Granson, I think his name. I'm probably butchering that, but he did Tenet, he did Black Panther, he did... Um, Fuck! What else has he did? He did a he did a TV show, The Mandalorian. Other things. Yeah, oh. uh, major things that are really good. So I was like, when I saw his name in the credits, I was like, shit! He did the music for this. All right, sweet, good on ya. They they tried to make it too much like Spidey verse with like like popular music in it though. Um, I can't really remember the music. Oh, the, the, there were certain times where it was like, like the oh. opening scene and stuff just comes the... in with like a heavy song. Oh, I think it was one of the first songs yeah, that's, that came like, on. And I was like, okay. Like, this feels I, a bit, like, jarring. It doesn't feel part Very of the jarring. Yeah, yeah. very out of place. I think especially the first song that came up, I was like, okay. And that's... then it doesn't do that for the whole movie until the end. Yeah. Again, yeah, no, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't, unfortunately, I can't really remember the actual, like, score of the, of the film. But... You know, Ludwig has done, like I say, Black Panther's won an Oscar. Mandalorian, which is like a probably Emmy winner because it's such an incredible soundtrack. Tenet had a great soundtrack as well. Um, yeah. That's all good. All good, yeah. We're getting tired. I'm surprised we actually finished this before 12. Holy shit. Yes. Um, I do yeah. apologize. For, I'm, I'm getting very sleepy. No, it's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we shall wrap this all up. Unless you have anything else you want to say because... No, I think, I, I think we're done. I think I'm... Um, I covered all the news I wanted to cover. Yeah. Um, no, intro, outro. Yeah, fuck. I've forgotten what to do. It's been a while. Uh, all right, gotta go. Um, we will be doing Venom Let There Be Carnage next week, I think. Um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what else there is. I've got like a list of things that we could do, but... I mean, new James Bond is out as well. Holy shit. It is. Yeah. June is out soon as well. Next week. June is out. Holy fuck. That's going to be good. in a couple of weeks' time anyway. Yeah, well, we'll do we um, options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good, all good. Very good stuff. And we got what if as well that we could do. What we, what we could do next week is we could do let let that be carnage and what if. Like I did today, I was I spoke about Squid Game and Visions and stuff. Like we could do because what if there isn't a lot to speak about. There's a couple of things I want to talk about, but not a lot. Cool, yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> it's fine. That's the official review, everybody. Yeah, there we go. That's my thing. You come back and you talk about what you thought about it. Yay. Yay. Uh, right. Um, unless you have anything else to say? No. No, I'm good. Thank you very much, Will, for, for joining me on this pod. That's right. It's been a long day. I brought all my stuff back to Brizzle. It's been a really long day. I'm back. 
Yeah, you need to get rest. You got work tomorrow. Yeah, I've it's got work tomorrow. Paracetamol. That's what I need first yeah. and foremost. I got some drugs up there, so that's fine. I got loads of parasy in mind. Um, but thank you all to that has been listening to the podcast through your apps and also watching live on Twitch. Um, yeah. I apologize if you've been sending messages on live Twitch, but I've been having like the thing that keeps on connecting me to the chat room. There's so, been some chat difficulties. Uh, yeah, so I've probably... To interact, which is I, annoying. I apologize for that greatly. But if you want to... Um, if, you, if you want to get involved in Twitch, in the f- watching us live on Twitch in the future then head on over to twitch.tv slash Rizikins. I play games there. I'm probably going to get back into streaming games and stuff because I'm finally back into a comfortable setting and I can actually play games again with Yay. my hand. With my hand. It's all good. Um, you can rate us on whatever podcast that you're listening to us on if possible. It would be great for uh, five stars. Nothing less. Nothing more. Because it's whatever. We'll ignore it. Yeah, we'll ignore it if it's anything less than five stars. Uh, if, you, if you think your friends and family would like this a lot, you can share around with them. Um, see what they think of this stuff uh, you can email us at cityofgeekandpod at gmail.com for recommendations and your opinions on the things that we've watched um, yeah have you seen Let That Great Carnage yet what did you think about it let us know if you want I don't know it's up to you um, you can join us on the Facebook group that we have it's Globe of Geekum um, again I've been completely stagnant on that but I will try my best to get back onto um, posting stuff in there Especially as DC fandom has happened. Fandom. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter, uh, which is, what is it? The Rizikins. At The Rizikins. That's the one. And I think that's it. Thank you very much for everyone for watching. Me. Um, yeah, join us next time. Or join me on Twitch. Whatever. Do what you want. You know what? It's a free country. It's a free world. Just do your thing, man. Be kind. Yeah, be kind. Be helpful. Do what you want. Enjoy yourself. And we will see you next time. Take care. Venom, Bye. Venom. 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 Bye. Venom. <laughs>